The Jack of All Nerds is recorded by a live studio audience. Making your way in the world today. It's electroshock therapy time. <laughs> Wakanda forever and never to part. Wakanda forever, it's true. You puny rangers, make my monster grow! Whoa, Rita's a man? Welcome back to more cooking with Bane. Grilling is your ally. Now's not the time to sear. That comes later. You've been listening to The G-Spot, where we play nothing but Kenny G classics for a two-hour block of time. Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. On with the show! Hello, and welcome to the Jack of All Nerds show, coming to you from NerdBot Studios in Alhambra, California. I am the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Joining me, as always, Mr. Derek Murray. Hello, everyone. I I thought you were just going to do that silently. (laughs) You're like, fuck the podcast after this. (laughs) Fuck the podcast. I'm playing Strike. I'll I'll be with you in a minute. I've got shit to do. (laughs) And also the chairman of the board, Mr. Yeah, Danny Anthony. That's me, the chairman of the board. Don't don't do that. Yeah, no, you've <laughs> you've got just about uh, the same amount of power, so <laughs> it's true. Works and, works out well. And our special guest in the studio tonight, Mr. Andrew Holmes. Yes, I've been told by my mother many times I am special. <laughs> well, so this, I I do feel quite qualified to be on on the. You show. have come to the right place. You have. Feels like a slight by your mom. I feel like I'm not really sure. Oh, oh, did we all t- we all took the same bus here? So I don't understand. The... He's not wrong, but I was driving it anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Frank Calderon says, "Hey, hey, hey!" I I like to imagine he said that as Fat Albert, but <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Uh, and uh, Mortifera Inclementia. Is that a? I think I had that once, but there was a cream. Uh, says hello, and Larry Robinson. Robinson says hello as well. Hello, everybody. Timothy Murray says he's just here for Danny. No, no, fuck you. You had your chance. I love you, Tim. You had your chance, and you fucked it up. So no, stick around. Okay, Tim. so what? what? Danny's gonna be uh, let out of the the cage. Oh, that's right. I'm coming out, I'm coming out of the cage. Oh. Yeah. We don't let this happen often. No. Uh, so just coming out. Just a heads up tonight, a little bit later on on the show, we are going to be talking uh, video games tonight. We're going to be talking about video games that have uh, that we have thought have had the best story or ending yes. to them. But that is that's going to be much later. We got yes. a lot to cover tonight. Yeah, we do. Um, before we get into anything else, I think we should probably talk about the people who allow us to be here. Oh yeah. yeah. Sucker. That's right. It's sponsor time, everybody. First up, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Conveniently located off the 210 freeway at the Day Creek exit in Rancho Cucamonga, California. The Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Has nightly food specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia, karaoke, sports, all that kind of stuff. Drinking because it's a bar. <laughs> what? For more information, visit facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. Uh, Roadhouse. And I know. Glennie would kill me if I didn't mention this. Uh, the Roadhouse is actually doing a special event, September 30th. 
uh, from one to five. They're doing the backyard brew fest. They are going to have local breweries from all over Rancho and the Inland Empire. Come check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sweet. Sounds good. Uh, Luana Howard says, hey, guys, first time here. Don't disappoint me. Uh, well, if we do, I'll murder Derek after the show. <laughs> yeah, and I, I won't. I'll I'll be I will never be back, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> getting back to sponsors, everybody. Next up. The Atawanda Dinner Detective. <laughs> Dinner Detective. Wait, no, that, that that's not. <laughs> the- <laughs> Detective. Yeah. Detective. Uh, all right. Anyway, so the, <laughs> ghost. <laughs> the Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. Enjoy a fabulous four course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation. For more information, visit thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for Claremont, California or Jacksonville, Florida, enter the promo code CRIME to get a 10% discount. That's right. And uh, since, you know, we didn't mention it, you know, Andrew is actually a member is, of our yeah. Dinner Detective team. I am. It is It is quite the show. So yeah, come so. spend your money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come enjoy a great show. Money is yes. just a construct. Have a good time, solve a murder, and see one of our ugly mugs. Yeah, that's right. Doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, next up, Four Color Fantasies comic book store located in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Uh, it is, uh, it's, it's an awesome store. It really it's, is. It, it really is. What's, what's your priority when you go to a comic shop? It's there. Cleanliness? Check. Comics? Check. Hulk at the door? Check. Silver Surfer above the bathrooms? Check. Yeah. You yeah. have questions? They have answers? Check. I don't, I don't know what else is on your list. Don't like going into the store and prefer to order online? Check. <laughs> At fourcolorfantasies.com. I mean, personally, when I go into a comic book store, I really want a, a like a waft of dude sweat. So I, oh, I need to oh, know. they don't have that there. They don't this have is, that. This nope. is not for you, sir. No. Okay. This is an upscale establishment. <laughs> Okay, that that's at three color fantasies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to go to three color fantasies for okay. that one. <laughs> that extra color fantasy. It does. It makes a big yes. difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's the red, is what it is. Nice. So you're saying if if you prefer comic book shops without a waft of dude sweat, go to four color fantasies. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And I, I do know that uh, they're having a private screening for Venom coming up. Yeah. Tickets are now on sale. And what you get with that, uh, that you get a goodie bag when you go there. They usually do a T-shirt. They give uh, they have a raffle ticket in, in each with each ticket, and they give away a lot of cool stuff. They really do. Uh, the the swag bag is is legit. And then when they do the raffles, it's every single time we show up, we're like, why can't put Chris? Yeah. He's and the look, owner. We're like, can we just be a part of this? And he's like, no, no, no. You're a part of the crew. And we're like, no, we'll just be an audience and, we'll just... and knowing what the movie is going to be i can tell you the stuff he's going to give away is going to be way better than the movie yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely yes <laughs> anyway but that's sponsors everybody uh so i we mentioned it two weeks back on our show that it's that time of year that magical time of year where everyone's like hey where can we stick pumpkin spice flavoring where it doesn't belong <laughs> <laughs> And each year we uh, we like to do a little pumpkin spice challenge. Well, where... let's 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 cool it. We don't like 
to do this. This well, is uh, here's the thing. I like <laughs> he likes to do I, it to us. Yeah. I enjoy your suffering. Yeah, no, that's much. That's a much better. <laughs> so, uh, so what we do is we I track down pumpkin spice flavored stuff that we've never tasted before and probably should not. Yeah, and then we we sample it for you here on the show, and you get to enjoy our reactions and all the way. Uh, Danny, can you throw up my special pumpkin spice flavored border? There you go. <laughs> there you go, everybody. So uh, I thought I would start oh, wow. us off. Here's the thing. We've done this for two years now. This is our third year, and we're starting to run out of stuff. <laughs> they, We've done some truly horrible things. If we you guys, really have. If you have any suggestions yeah. on things that we have never done before or heard of and we can find it, I will – force us to do to do it yeah there's i i will say there is a lot of fake pumpkin spice stuff out there and and we've we've pretty much run the gauntlet on yes. on all of that so just make sure that if you're going to send us a reference make sure you know where we can find it or that it actually can be recreated because yes. last year we topped it off with the pumpkin spice hot dogs. pumpkin spice hot dogs which and- i did not think were real turns out they are. Yeah. And, and you can already, make them. We've already committed. We have, uh, our friend at the roadhouse is going to do pumpkin spice chicken wings yeah, for our I, big finale. Yeah. And, he won't be our friend anymore after this, and, but yeah. Well, no, he's going to do it with us on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, he is. He is. And I'm going to make us a pumpkin spice pizza. So. <laughs> damn it. God all right. Damn. But before I'm so we, disappointed I won't before, be here for those. No. We'll but, you but Andrew, you've got, you've got to, you've got to understand this is where we are in our all pumpkin right. spice journey. Like, so, this is how far we've come. Here's, here's what we're starting off with tonight. Uh, we have some Snyder's of Hanover pretzel pieces with pumpkin spice flavoring. Uh, it's limited edition, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't open that bag, Mike. Don't open that bag. It'll be uh, worth money someday. Now I will. I will say this: you cannot smell it through the bag, so that's that good. is that's always good. a good sign. But it and didn't as matter. As you open it up, though, orange Dude, poof. It didn't matter. I had so much other pumpkin spice stuff in the bag with this. <laughs> like my kitchen just smells like pumpkin spice. <laughs> So, see, right, that, that's the real reason why you invited me, huh? You needed like a basic white a blonde-haired person to have. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. Get a get a, get a whiff wow. oh, That smells amazing. All right. wow. I, I'm actually a very big fan of pumpkin spice things, oh, so you, you have I will probably really enjoy you have this. Channeled your inner basic. All yes. right, all right, Danny, come on around. We're all gonna here, grab a piece. Don't, it's not gonna bite you. It might. It'll bite you in the mouth. It will. Okay. It, it it has a, a poignant smell, by the way. It is uh it is intense when it comes to I'm gonna grab its, a nice scent. A nice big one. Ooh. So I, I can already tell you that this is probably not gonna taste awful. Uh and the reason being is I've done enough of these challenges to know that when the cinnamon hits your nostrils, it's just gonna taste like cinnamon. Yeah. Because most of these most of these pumpkin spice things that aren't inherently pumpkin or spice they just overhaul it on the cinnamon and that like we right. with the twinkies and stuff like that well like, that's what pumpkin spice equals cinnamon and cloves that's it, it that's no what it mean. does that, that's essentially what it is yeah yeah all right well don't keep us waiting oh fuck i'm gonna go first yeah little to no reaction is it is it super tame yeah it's incredibly tame actually does do you taste the pretzel or just the no, okay, so there is no pretzel whatsoever. <laughs> it is it is literally just a crunchy cinnamon clove. All right, here we go. Like that's it. That's all that's all there is. Yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> so this is the oh, definitely chew with your mouth open. I can tell you. 
This would be great in milk. <laughs> <laughs> It, you know, I'm I'm gonna be honest. It's it probably would work. Yeah. I actually think there's milk in the fridge right right over there. I think there's some that half and half. Been in there since it's... 1975. No. Uh, yeah. Who's next? Who's next? Sure, I I can go next. Let's uh drop it like it's hot. He loves it. I can already tell. It is a little bit it, it lacking that, in flavor. There's... That's legit delicious. Really? Yeah, see, <laughs> he, yeah. I feel like there should be like a hit of salt. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not like I said. It really is just a a crunchy clove. It's not. That's that's just straight up tasty. Yeah, that's actually really good. I mean, look if you're into cinnamon, this is one of the. <laughs> you want to fucking take them, Danny? <laughs> Go back. Go back. Get out of here. Get this. Get this shit out. Take this with you. Yeah, because <laughs> no. I, I, I will eat all of this. Yeah, I'll get so. you. Look, this is your parting gift tonight. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. See, uh, well, that wasn't nearly as gross I know, as I was that, hoping. Uh, see, here's the other thing. We've done so many of these pumpkin spice challenges that because of how far we've gone, these ones just seem, eh, whatever. That's why we're getting to extremes where I'm going to create a yeah, fucking pizza. We have to start creating our own pumpkin spice challenges in order to keep which, up with our pumpkin spice challenge. Which really means we're part of the problem. We are. No, we absolutely are. <laughs> Genuinely, yes. I mean, but is it really a problem? Oh, no, it absolutely is. I hate, I can't stand pumpkin spice. Okay, so what is it about it? Is it the actual, is it like the overbearing cinnamon? Or? It's, it's a, a combination of a lot of things. I am not a basic white girl. Um, and okay, I am, so. Yeah, which, which I understand, I get, I, I get why that would happen. Uh, no, I, I, when I worked for Starbucks and they first introduced pumpkin spice. Sure. I I had my first pumpkin spice latte and I almost threw up. Like it was just, it was so disgusting to me that I have just never, I've never gone back to to trying it or giving it a chance until I met Mike. And then Mike was like, "Hey, this is your greatest fear. Why don't we do it every year?" So he's a true friend. Yeah. Uh, well, nice. you know, Mike, this year I think uh, Starbucks is introducing the sugar-free syrup for pumpkin spice. Oh, so God damn it. Actually, in, you can get not, in on that disgusting. I feel like that I, might be awful. I'm not even joking. We were at the 7-Eleven on our way over here. They had pumpkin spice coffee, and I almost got some for us to have. It, it is it, so... It probably would have been worse or uh, than what we just had. Did, but actually, we, I, I, I take it, it well. Andrew's already had I've it. I've had it. Uh, that, that is probably the first time I purposely went to get it. I was at 7-Eleven. I like their coffee there, personally. I know it's horrible coffee, but I like it. And you drink it, and you just get this... It, it almost tastes like hot chocolate rather than coffee. And it's just this huge hit of cinnamon, and it's fantastic. Uh, Luana Howard says, the ginger loves the cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was this week's. Uh, next week, I think I'm, I got some Little Debbie's. They're like the Swiss rolls, but they're... Uh, they're pumpkin spice, so we'll see. Because we've had we've had some kind of hit or miss stuff with the pumpkin yeah. spice, like Hostess type type stuff. Yeah, either it's just horrendous or it has no flavor at all. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that was that yeah. is. But. Well, once we I think once we have to start creating our stuff is where it's really gonna get it's really gonna get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if yeah. any of us yeah. can actually cook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. No, look, no. I'm actually no. a very good cook. Mike okay. is actually a very look. Mike created the monstrosity that is pumpkin spice hot dogs he fucking figured out how to infuse one of my favorite foods with well, one of the least favorite flavors in all fairness <laughs> that was a recipe on the internet that i followed 
Yeah, for, no. For this pizza, I'm gonna be going it solo and making my own thing. <laughs> this oh. is this is like your chopped basket. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I can promise you this: it will not have a good mouthfeel. <laughs> God, he's gonna put hypodermic needles in it. Yeah. But it's only only you have to get. I'm gonna have Ted ask you why you want to win chopped, and then you have to give me your sad sob story as to how much this dish means to you well when i was growing up i was bullied a lot my parents <laughs> both my parents hated my life choices uh mainly because I, I went to prison but, uh, while i was there i found both meth and god and uh, when i got out i was just like i gotta turn my fucking life around and then i discovered the pumpkin spice and and cooking and when i figured out that i could put them both together i was like yeah that's that's an actual episode of Chopped, guys. And I, that and is, and I really need to win this money to prove to everybody that I'm not just a piece of garbage. <laughs> and and more meth. Yes, and, and more meth. And, and more meth. Yeah, yeah. 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 you definitely. Let's, need let's that be as real well. here. <laughs> Got pumpkin spice meth. Well, how come? Come on. I don't know. I don't look after after this year. We might have to go there. <laughs> just, just pumpkin spice meth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're getting to that point. Great crunch, you know, nice mouth feel. God. All right, let's move on. Uh, it is time for our Netflix Netflix of the week, everybody. So uh, what we do is we uh, during the week we each watch something on Netflix that we have never seen before, and then we give you a little summation and a, a little rating for it. Uh, who's up first this week? I believe that is Derek. Hey. Uh, hey guys, so, uh, I did, uh, and this was actually at the recommendation of Mike. Uh, Mike, Mike, uh, he takes way more risks than I do when it comes to stand-up specials. Uh, because me being a stand-up myself, I just assume that most of them are shit. Um, and they are. Let's, let's be honest. Most of the Netflix specials aren't good. Um, but, I, I trust Mike when he finds one that is, uh, and he hasn't let me down since. Um, and uh, Daniel Sloss came out with one, uh, two, actually. They're back-to-back, and it is fantastic. Uh, I, I don't know what it is about uh, Brits or Scots or just European comedians that can do it in English, but... They fucking know how to put together a special. I, Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your, your review, but uh, Frank Calderon just suggested Mac and Pumpkin Spice. Oh, how fucking dare you? <laughs> Why? Why you, did you ruin it? I, I've got two things to say to you. First of all, you are a terrible fucking person. <laughs> and second of all, you also might be a goddamn genius. <laughs> Well, uh, that's happening. So thank you, Frank. Wow, anyway, a plague, a plague on both your houses. <laughs> sorry, Daniel Sloss. Jesus. Brits and comedy. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so Brits and, Brits and comedy. Uh, for whatever reason, I, I just feel like they, uh, especially when it comes to the Netflix arena, I feel like they just do a really good job. I mean, there's a couple of them that are on there. Uh, Russell Howard is another one that you discovered. Yep. Um, so James Acaster put up like four in a row and they're, they're just very good and they, they have a way of, and, and Daniel Sauce probably does this the best out of all of them. Uh, but he's got a way of just taking very, very dark subject matter <laughs> and, and making it in a way to where it feels relevant, it feels real, it feels personal. Uh, none of, none of the stuff that he covers, uh, really feels like he's trying to get a rise out of you. Um, and he even addresses it in his special while he's doing it. Yeah. So he talks a lot about, you know, being offended on behalf of people you don't know and all, all of those kinds of, it's just, it's a 
very well put together special. Uh, the subject matters that he covers in both of them is just, it's genius. It's one of the better specials that I've watched. So he's um, like an intelligent Daniel Tosh? Uh, no, because Daniel Tosh is a, so there's a, there's a difference because Daniel Tosh is a joke writer. Sure. Uh, where, where Daniel Tosh, everything that Daniel Tosh does is specifically to tell jokes. And most of Daniel Tosh's stuff, Daniel Tosh doesn't live the life that he does in stand-up. No. Right? So nothing that, nothing that Tosh talks about is things that he actually does. A lot of them are designed to offend you. They're designed to get a rise out of you. Okay. Right? Whereas Daniel does a lot of very personal stories. He does a lot of vulnerability things, um, where you really get to know who he is. But also how those things have kind of shaped what he believes. And it, it's just, a, it's, I, I would advise you to watch it because it is very, very good. Uh, it's very funny, but it's also very honest. Uh, it's, it's very good. I, I, I highly recommend it. I'm going to give it a five out of five. I, I really will. I, I was wow. very impressed by it. So awesome. What's up next? Up next, we have my pick, which was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Have you never seen this before? I, I have never seen it. Like I've caught in like the first, <laughs> it's fucking Andrew the, so first the first fifteen minutes the of it, fuck? and the last fifteen minutes, I have I, not seen the whole movie. I actually, when I was pulling the images today, I was like, "Wait a minute, does he mean that one?" How, <laughs> how is he not? I like, I legitimately googled to see if there was like a new Netflix series or something like that. <laughs> You got really excited because you're like, oh, man, I need to I, watch yeah. that. I was yeah. like, oh, there's, if this is a thing, then why haven't I heard of it? <laughs> Look, I, I, I will admit that Mike has recommended a number of things that it has taken me a while to get to. But this is definitely not one of nope. them. <laughs> so, Danny. Yeah. What would you think? I I liked it. Um, like, it, it started off, like, kind of slow and... Um, like I had no idea what was going on, who they were, like the characters really were. But once you kind of get into it, and you realize that that's Alan Rickman doing the voice of the robot, mm-hmm. um, it's it's fun, man. I I dug it. I loved Sam Rockwell in it, uh, playing like the dual characters, Zaphoid Beeblebrooks, <laughs> President of the Galaxy, <laughs> um, most deaf out of like nowhere. Like I didn't know he was like. That good of an actor. You don't, no, you don't remember in the there was like a period where they were you know he was acting yeah like a lot yeah. and he's actually low key pretty good yeah no, yeah yeah really good yeah um Martin Freeman is hilarious in that Martin Freeman way where he just kind of reacts to things <laughs> which which really is what he does best that's, that's what he does in everything it's yeah. just him yeah. reacting uh, he and that's why he played that character that's that's Jim on The Office like um yeah. it's, it's just him it's also Bilbo. Yeah, like you say, it's just him. That, yeah, that's no, what he no, does. That, that's what he, even his role in Black Panther is just him reacting to Wakanda. Like that is <laughs> that's his entire role. Uh, Danny uh, Luana just joined in the the bandwagon with the rest of us. Says with Moss Def, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> and now you see why we don't let him out of the cage. Maybe that's why he hasn't seen <laughs> it. That's probably also true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just never got around to see it. Like all my friends have yeah. seen it, they're just like, "Dude, you need to see." It. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll see it, whatever." Um, I've re- I've read the book. Does that count? Like, oh, I just yeah, haven't sure. seen the movie. I do know a lot of the fans of the book didn't care for the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. this this was one of those uh, really divisive films. But where... you you were you were yeah, you no, yeah, it. I, I enjoyed it a, a lot. Even okay. I read the book. Does it does it help that I imagine it's been a long time since you've read the book? Uh, not really. I like I I read the book back in high school, but like I'm also a teacher, and one of the books that I'm having one of my students read is Hitchhiker's Guide. Okay. So, oh, okay. 
All right. Well, so what are you rating it? I'm giving it a four out of five. Oh, wow. I dug it. Nice. That's unexpected. It, it is. Not from you, just in general. It's <laughs> just like most people that have seen it didn't really like it. Yeah, so that's, I like it. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I would give it like a, yeah. a three out of five. I think a lot, not... a lot of it was just like Alan Rickman, because that, that just kind of hit me in the feels a little bit. Uh, but yeah. Just, yeah that do does it. absolutely yeah. nothing for me. <laughs> All right. Just love it. Uh, exhale says, sup, nerd herders. <laughs> you can't call us that. that. Well, he didn't call it scruffy looking yet. Yeah. Oh. So, which would have been more appropriate. It, it probably would have. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? Next is Ozark. Ozark season two. So, oh man, uh, I got done. I watched the full first season, uh, within a day or two. So mm-hmm. I, when I, when Mike approached me and said that, or asked if I wanted to do this. I asked if I'm allowed to do a season two of something I already watched because I wasn't sure. Um, it's lived up to everything I wanted it to be the, uh, the first season. Jason Bateman. This is like a a career making performance. I don't know. I, I always feel like when you hear Jason Bateman or you see him, you see him as a comedic person, kind mm-hmm. of the way that yeah. uh, you saw his name's escaping me. Uh, Breaking Bad, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, um, uh, uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, kind of the same way until he was in Breaking Bad. Now you see Brian Cranston as this really good, serious actor. Yeah. And this is kind of Jason Bateman's Breaking Bad. Um, it's a, it's a lot about, uh, money laundering and washing money. And there's a bunch of family dynamics and the whole situation. Every time you think you're in the right, you're not. It's all about, uh, social gray areas and it's, it's really good. Um, I've been really enjoying it. I haven't finished this season yet. Um, without giving away any spoilers, the first season had a really good ending to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of, with Netflix shows, almost how they hook you in. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah. well, we know you're going to watch this in a day. So we need to end, <laughs> we need to like end it like really well or with yeah. a twist or yeah. with something. So and, I, they, and they do do that because I, if it's a good Netflix show, they know that this is this is a twelve hours out of your day that you're you're doing this. No, then, exactly. Yeah. Heck, so. even if it's a bad Netflix show, sometimes they end it <laughs> that way. That's also true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 great. Everything that you wanted from the first season happens in the second season. A lot of the cliffhangers have payoffs. There's a lot of really good character development, and overall, I'm really glad they brought it back because I felt like after the first season, it was one of those shows that may have been on the edge if they were going to bring right, it back. Right. It's really good, but it may not have been as popular as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, okay. it, it, great. I know, best. I know it was definitely praised for its performances. So I know like yes. Laura Linney and, uh, Jason Bateman, I know that they were, they were highly praised for, uh, what they did in this show. And we were talking off air and I've actually, I've watched the first two episodes of the first season and it didn't grab me the way that I wanted it to, but it is a show where I feel like, I'm going to sit down and dedicate to it because I like both of those actors and everything about this series is a, a show that I should enjoy. So I feel like I have to at least give it the full season view mm-hmm. uh, because it's a subject matter that I think is great. I think the story is good. Um, so it, even though it didn't like hook me and I, I didn't feel like I needed to binge it, I'm, I'm still 
wanting to finish it. So yeah. Right. So yeah. What, what, are, what are you rating it? Yeah. Uh, I would probably say, just because I haven't finished it. So it, it, it's a four and a half out of five, I would say wow. with the, with the caveat being if that it ends well and it keeps going on the track, it would be a five out of five or if they just fumbled Dick at the end Wow. and it, it would, it would probably go down to a four or three and a half because okay. it's, it, I hate that when a show is going really, really well and then it just the last or the climax is just horrendous. You know, I don't I don't want Ozark to be Arrow. So, <laughs> well, no, nothing can be Arrow except Arrow. Uh, That's not true, uh, because the Flash became Arrow. That That's you know what? True. You're absolutely right. So, and, and it started so strong. Yep. Well, we've had some some good ratings thus far. Let's see if we can keep it going. Next up is my pick. And uh, this, I feel, it's almost feels like it's a bit cheating because it uh, that show we were watching about the toys, oh, uh, the toys that made yeah. us. Uh, this is so, sort of similar to that. It's more in depth, obviously. But I watched the uh, Power of Grayskull, the uh, definitive history of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It is a mouthful of a title. In fact, <laughs> you can't even see the full title on you Netflix. Can't. No, no, not just on this poster. I mean on Netflix. <laughs> you, if you try to pull up like more info, dot, dot, it dot. still just says he uh, it says Power of Grace. Dot dot dot. Nothing else. I had wow. to legitimately when I was trying to remember the full title, I had to start the documentary <laughs> again and get all the way through the opening credits to get the full title. And even then, I was just like, "What the." Why is what? Why is it so long? Crazy. But anyway, if you have any interest in uh, in the He-Man action figures or She-Ra or the cart, you know the cartoon, the, the action figures, the movie, any of that stuff, it tackles everything from the conception of uh, of the action figure to the comic books to the cartoon to yeah to She-Ra, all that stuff. It covers the entire history of the franchise and uh, even getting into more modern stuff, like when they tried to like redo. He Man was like oh. He Man in space, and everybody was like, "Fuck <laughs> off!" But didn't they bring it back? Like I want to say, like, like I want to say, like four or five years ago, they tried there to bring was, it back. Uh, there was another He Man that they tried to reboot that I don't think uh, took off either. Uh, and they did some some new action figures that were is more like an anime style. Okay. It looked it looked good. But it didn't really take off with people, and then they started doing the classics, like mm, figures that looked yeah. more like the original. It, it's it's very interesting if you like that. Um, it's if you watched the episode on He Man from the Toys That Made Us, you're gonna get a lot of the same information. Oh, that's Exhale was actually asking how does it differ okay. from the episode? Yeah, it's because it, it, it's interviews with a lot of the same people. Okay. However, it is, there is, they delve more into it because it's like an Got hour it. and a half or something like that. So, which is completely dedicated to this. Okay. But again, it's, it's everything. Um, and it's, so yeah, if you've seen that, you may not need to see this. Okay. Um, but it does get a little bit more into it than it did in the, the toys that made us. But that, I think that was only like a what, 45 minute episode or something like yeah, that. 50 45 minutes, yeah. 40, 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's in the song, but you know, we can guess. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I skipped the song every time. He was like, skip intro, skip intro. Yeah, every time. 
but it was it was fascinating. Like I said, it gets more into the like where He Man is now, where uh, Toys and Us didn't really do that. Oh, okay. So, right. um, well, no, but I was looking at the IMDb. They got Frank Langella to come in and Dolph yeah, Lundgren. The the interviews with those two about the movie. Oh, see, that's interesting. Are that's really super interesting. fascinating, especially when you find out like behind the scenes, like uh, Frank Langella, he loved like wanting to play Skeletor. He said he mentioned that he was in good shape at the time and he wanted to be kind of like you know showing off his physique and then they were like no 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 you're gonna wear all this shit (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna ask what did you what did you think of the movie me i mean i liked the movie but i saw it as a kid Uh, like i've I've rewatched it recently and i still like i don't have issues with it i know a lot of people do i do wish that it would have been focused in eternia yeah not at the mall or whatever um (laughs) You know, that, that aspect of it, but Fucking I get Courtney Cox. <laughs> I get it for, for, um, you know, bud- budgetary reasons. I understand why yeah, they did what right. they did. Uh, but I wish they didn't. So, uh, but I, I still have fond memories of the movie. It's not great, but it's fine. And, and I know some people give issue with the movie because they're like, what doesn't have all the same characters? Yeah. And actually part of the reason behind that is due to the action figure thing. Because when they were making it, they originally wanted uh, all the classic villains in there, but then somebody was like, well, hey, what if we create some new villains? And then you, in turn, then have new action figures to sell. Yeah, that's right. I think they cover that in The Toys That Made Us as one of the reasons that the movie flopped. Yeah. One of the many, but yeah. (laughs) Did they introduce Molar, the attorney and dentist? (laughs) Look, there were a lot of drugs that went into He-Man, okay? Um, that, that doesn't sound like a kid's show, Derek. <laughs> like, what kind of drugs was he doing? Go ahead and watch the toys that made us in, in uh, this episode. And, and most of the names that they came up with for these guys were because they were on drugs. That's... <laughs> Okay. That's just, it's not even, a, well, not even making that I, up. Those I don't are, even think it was just facts. drugs. It was just like the guy was just throwing stuff out there. Just he man. And then like, there were a lot of that were just like man, like beast man. Beast man. Uh, merman <laughs> was originally like fish man or something <laughs> like that. There was, there, there no, was no, no, no. It, ori- it was originally sea man. <laughs> Cause he does mention that. He's like, well, we couldn't, we couldn't keep that one. And then, and then they changed it, I think, to Fishman. And then somebody else outside of their outside of their group was like suggested Merman, and that's what it stuck oh, with. So good, oh, it's so great. Yeah, could you imagine that? Hey, kids, <laughs> who wants C-Man. to play with Seaman? <laughs> like, you just imagine the kids playing with the action figures. <laughs> just, <laughs> mom, look, I'm playing with Seaman. Seaman's covering He-Man. Siemens attacking Tila. He man, stop him! Oh, jeez, that's terrible. Oh Uh, God. Anyway, so I'm giving this. uh, (laughs) It's it's. uh, There's some really good interviews and stuff like that. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a a four out of five. It was wow. It's informative. This is informative. I think this is one of the. This this is one of the first times where all of us uh, watch something we really enjoy. Well, look, and this is having had most of that information from the toys that made us. Sure. I still found it pretty engaging. Which is that? I mean, that's a pretty big proof that it's it's a solid documentary because the toys that made us really does do a good job in you know kind of giving you a lot of info. So the fact that this 
still does all of that and more, and it is still entertaining. Is I, I think that's really a, bit, yep. uh, a big deal. Yep. All right, guys, let's move on. It is time for current events. All right. Uh, first up on the current events docket, uh, there was some news that uh, everyone uh, regarding Superman. Oh yeah. Yes. There was uh, God. Nicholas Cage is back in, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Petitioning yes. no, for him. What's up? Yeah, I'm on board. So a hundred percent. Henry Cavill is out as Superman. Is, is, is he? Is, is he it confirmed? Though? I know there was rumors, but the They're, video he submitted and his publicist or whoever his manager. They, so the the article that I read, uh, obviously, all this stuff you can't really yeah. confirm. It's always like sources close to say uh, and, fucking rats. Yeah, and things. <laughs> But basically, no, they, there they, were, they I believe there were, there were supposed to be some negotiations to possibly have him in, uh, appear in another movie, and those broke down, so he's not going to be appearing in that, in that film. Yeah, Shazam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which would be great. It, it, <coughs> to have him in Shazam would be a great thing. Yeah. But whatever, I guess. He's too busy doing other things or whatever. And, and then there was part of the article was saying that, uh, w- one of the reasons it broke down is because, DC has decided to focus on a Supergirl movie rather than another solo Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know if he just got bitter about that or, or what the deal is. But, I mean, and then this with Ben Affleck supposedly out as Batman. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Sam said Henry is back. Uh, and so, guys, we all know that Sam Ridley is a close source to the Source is close to. Source is close to Man of Steel. Uh, oh, Sam Ridley just—I think he was uh, quoting the new uh, the MGK bad diss <laughs> yes, rap on me. Your beard's weird. Your beard's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've I've heard a lot of flip flop on this, but even just the the idea that like uh, the rumors are so strong that he's out, and then he kind of does this video of like maybe I'm not. It, it just again, it just goes to show you how little DC has their shit together. Like they are just. They're so fucking everywhere. Like when your biggest stars in your franchise can even just hint that they're leaving to where it makes news, that's not okay. Like no. that that's not a good sign for you guys. Even if he does end up staying on, we're well, always gonna you know go back to this and be like, Well, yeah, but he said he was leaving. Like Sam, Sam says it was later confirmed the whole thing was a publicity stunt to gauge if the fans give a damn. And see that's but that's part of the problem with the DC Yes, I agree. Is that like you say, that when when the movies are coming out and this goes with the with the Marvel thing. When Marvel movies come out, there's very little leaked shit that you get unless right. they That's intend true. it. And with DC, it's like every other week there's some horrendous bombshell that's being dropped because they're trying to like, oh shit, look at us, look at stop looking at Marvel. We know they look good. <laughs> look at us. And this is that kind of shit. Like yeah. they, they need to yeah. n- knock that crap off. Yeah. And the I I know a bunch of uh, media outlets were report like speculating if he was out how they would handle it and uh, there was a lot of talk about like Elseworlds which was a comic thing oh where, yeah where DC would do all these one off stories and so they were thinking because um, a lot of this came up with the Joker thing because they still have Jared Leto yeah but then they're doing the Joaquin <sighs> Phoenix thing and so everyone's like wait who's who's the the Joker then in the in the business is he replacing him it's like no 
that that picture is going to be like an Elseworlds thing. It's going to be its own independent yeah, Joker, right? And we get stuck with Leto and the, <laughs> the DC. I, I just recently actually watched Suicide Squad for the first time. I, I avoided it when it first came out because everyone just told me it was garbage. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it is. Yeah, I, I concur. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything like to add of significance here, other than I really just want to dig up that that old body no, it, and just. Fine. Smack it around I'm, I'm a little totally bit. I'm totally fine with digging up old moons. Uh, Exhale says, uh, "Why does that? Why in that photo does it look like Cavill is praying the news of his departure is true?" That's, <laughs> that's why I chose that picture. Yeah, no, it does. I had to hunt that picture down because yeah. I wanted that. There's like, there's hope. <laughs> it's okay. He's like this. This S. It means hope because I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have an idea though. You know, since th- if they need a new Superman, they should just get Dave Batista. He's so mad at Marvel now. Power <laughs> now. <laughs> He's Superman. You know what now. Marvel would say, "All right, good luck throwing your career away." <laughs> that is true, yeah. and and I agree with you, man. It it is it is really unfortunate because I, it's like DC. All you guys have to do is just make a good movie, and it's not even like we you can't. We know that you can because you made Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman is. A, I literally just watched it last week, and Wonder Woman still holds up. It's a great film with a great cast and a solid director and good writing and made by people who actually enjoy the character. So just do that. Just do that over and over again. You don't need all of this like publicity bullshit. Right. Like we know that you can make a good film. So hammer down on that, and then you don't have to compete with Marvel. You can just make good movies. We will go watch them. But when you do all of this publicity stunt shit, I don't want to see anything that you have to offer at this point. Uh, Jamie Sarago says, new Green Lantern would be nice. Uh, comics mm. are nice. And then that, obviously they, they well, followed it up later that, right? with that there's no, there's no news to report on it. They just thought it would be good to see. Yeah, I, I, w- I would love to see a uh, Green Lantern helmed by like Idris Elba. Or something. Uh, yeah. Or John Stewart. Yeah, I think yeah. that... Well. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, but would, do you think Idris is interested in getting back into bed with another comic book? Like, his, his yeah. experience with Marvel is not a good one. Yeah, and he's he's not a fan of uh, the, the superhero genre. There's there's a couple of actors that I feel like have been burned by these... by these ma- even, even Marvel. Look, Marvel has a great track record of making good movies, but they, they have burned some bridges of people that, like... They, you might clamor to see them, but they will ne- like they got their exits quick because yeah. they don't want to come back. Yeah, I, look, I think what DC Warner Brothers needs to do is um, stop. Think, yeah, well, I think Warner Brothers needs to just give that shit up. They never will, but they they need to. Um, but otherwise, I think they need to just stop with the their DCEU. Yeah, just, yeah. I just agree. go back to making solo shit. Just, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. We not and that's again, it's that Marvel effect where everyone thinks they need to have a fucking universe and you just you don't just make good movies. You you really don't. And part of the problem is is that they've been so inconsistent. It, it, yeah. I would be I would be on board for a DCEU if they took their time, but right. it's like they've been trying to play catch up of yeah. 10 years of movie making in 3 years. Yeah. When you you just can't. Right. And on top of that, a lot of their movies have tonal issues. Like yeah. in Justice League, you can you can tell when they got uh Joss Whedon to come help. You're yep. like Batman doesn't quip. Yeah, very. But he he yeah. sure as hell quits. And it's it's like that, and you're like, oh, that's a new director. Like it's so obvious. Like you you just need to like. I don't think everyone will like the, like really dark tones, uh, which you can see by the reactions to the new Teen Titans 
uh, TV sure. show. But if you're going to do it, just fucking do it. Yeah. I just yeah. go for it. And if this is what you're going to do, then people won't be disappointed if they know that's what they're expecting. Right. Right. And 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 again, like with that's Marvel... Gonna, that's going to come up again in a little bit here. <laughs> uh, but, but when we're talking about the Marvel Universe... The, the thing about the, one of the things that makes it successful is not necessarily that they force all of these movies to tie in because a lot of these movies that are very significant to the universe as a whole are still standalone movies. Like Guardians of the Galaxy has a lot of implications when it comes to the DC universe, or I'm sorry, when it comes to the Marvel universe as, as a whole, right? Well, and the DC universe, because like I said, James Batista. Yeah, right. Is, or Dave Batista. So it, it contributes a lot to the overall story. But sure. you can still watch Guardians of the Galaxy by itself and not watch any of the other movies and still enjoy it. There are very few movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that require you to have seen Every other of the fucking 18 films that they have, uh, like, I mean, Infinity War is a beast all on its own because it is the culmination of all of those movies. But you can watch Iron Man and never watch the rest of the Marvel Universe and still just fucking enjoy Iron Man. In fact, it's advisable if you don't watch Iron Man 3. Yeah, it's actually really advisable. Uh, and we're going to get to why in a, in a little bit, actually. Yeah. Um, but part <laughs> we're moving so, there. So one of the, one of the things that was cited as far as Cavill maybe possibly being out was a, a scheduling issue because of, uh, something else. Uh, if you want to throw that image up, Danny. Um, so apparently he's in negotiation to play. Yep. Geralt on The Witcher. TV show? Uh, Netflix series. Netflix series, yeah. That's, that's Down. TV. <laughs> Might as well be. I watch it on a TV. <laughs> so, uh, what, are we, what are we thinking about this? So this is an are interesting... You, are you excited to see him all, this, all white-haired up and fucking? This, <laughs> yes. uh, look, all I've wanted from the beginning is to just watch Henry Cavill fuck bitches. That is the number one thing that I've wanted. And now, now we get that, guys. Uh, no, I, this is a, a very interesting pick. Uh, I think Henry Cavill can, can do it. Uh, it's surprising that they went with somebody who is younger, but also has the capability to look older because Gerald is, is a, a, an older witcher. Like, I mean, that's most of the stories take place, even if you're doing a, pre you know pre-story to the video games gerald is still an old witcher like that's that's kind of the whole thing that he's got so the fact that they're going to die him up but at the same time i honestly henry cavill's not bad in anything that he really does uh the only time he really is is if he's got a shitty script that, like yeah. that's so i'm honestly i'm i'm intrigued and i and also it proves that they really are going to make the series and they're really trying to make it good because they're yeah. reaching to somebody like Henry to to have that powerhouse talent. So I'm I'm interested. At, at at minimum, I'm not the biggest Henry Cavill fan. If if we're I'm being honest, but at least at minimum, he's passionate about it. He said he's really he loves the Witcher series and he loves the games. And I, I that's one thing I hate. You kind of touched on it earlier. Is if for example, if you want an, an Idris Elba in a superhero movie, right? You may pay him a lot of money and he'll do it, but he won't put his all into it. Yeah. Right, you yeah. you at least know that they're going to try going to attempt to treat the property with respect. Right. With someone who's actually passionate. And whether he does a good job is yet to be seen because I don't trust any video game adaptation rather other than the original Mortal Kombat movie. But yeah. it, it, at least you know he's gonna put his all into it. Now and Cavill's the only person they've announced for The Witcher, right? 
Yeah, that's. I believe so. I, I but just, again, I think all of that was such big news because of the that in the article about him yeah, leaving the Super Right. So <laughs> Exhale he, says, Witcher Impossible Fallout of DC. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Exhale. We've missed you, Exhale. <laughs> uh, I, I just found an article um, that uh, has a possibility, like a possible casting for uh, Kiri. Siri? Siri. Siri, right? Yeah. Let me throw that up here real quick. Because I, I don't think they've cast her. That's Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I thought they, you know what, though? I thought they were looking for, I thought the casting call was for somebody much younger. Yeah, they're looking for somebody like in their like late teens, early 20s. No, I thought it was like Siri. early teens. I uh, thought they early. were looking for somebody like 14 to 16. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I thought they were looking for somebody very, very young. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I well, I mean, which I mean, I I would totally buy her yeah. as as Siri, uh, especially well, because here's the other thing: I believe that this Witcher series is supposedly taking place uh, before most of the games, uh, so, so he, can, okay. he can be a little bit younger. So he can yeah. be a little bit younger, and if that is the case, by the time we meet Siri, Siri is uh, in her like early twenties. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to like Witcher three, so it would make sense that you're trying to bring in a, a little girl, essentially uh, anywhere from that twelve to sixteen yeah. year old range. I my problem is that the seasons are going to be super fucking long because each episode is going to be like its own little side quest. <laughs> <laughs> There's, it's just, there's gonna be three episodes of Gwent, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a whole episode of Henry Cavill playing cards in a bar. Yeah. He's just like he reaches a point where he's gotta grind it out so that he can handle the big bad at the end of the season. You know, it's God, just, these fucking just getting, filler just getting, episodes. Just getting new outfits. I would honestly I would love it if Netflix actually had the balls to do something like if, that. It, honestly, well I'll say this, if Gwent isn't in it, I'm gonna be let down a little bit. If I'm, it, I'm sure it'll be I fucking hated that. If this game, were, by the way. Look, if it were a CW show, that's exactly the show. No, you're absolutely do. right. No, you're it absolutely would be. Right. Yeah. Just like yeah. mindless side quests I, to fill out a twenty two episode. Honestly, I would honestly love that if it's just Henry Cavill randomly wandering around the, the endless field. Hunting for monsters and treasure chests. <laughs> uh, XL, we got to we got to move on, but real quick, XL just asked uh, as someone who isn't familiar with the games, what should I know about the property? It it's a uh, it's a fantasy game set in a sort of a, a medieval era. There's magic. There's fucking demons and monsters. Yeah, and, I would say like it's and not because I'm on this trip, but it's like supernatural, but in medieval times. I mean, a little bit. It's I. I would actually say it's a bit more like the. So, if you played any of the newer Assassin's Creeds, they've kind of copied the Witcher uh, style. Um, yeah, but I don't think he's talking like the style. That uh, as far as like what like what it content, actually is, yeah. yeah. I uh, to yeah. be honest with you, I would actually, if you're really interested in doing it, I would actually start with The Witcher Three. Um, the Witcher one and two are awkward, not yeah, great games. The, good the, stories. The not Witcher, good games. The Witcher three. Uh, you don't need to have played the previous two games to really get the whole story. It's a it's a great open world game, um, and and I think the worlds that they create as far as the fantasy goes, yeah. uh, I think is really good. So and, I would say if you're interested in it, I would say do that. And they show full nudity. And you get to fuck a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty great. You I, can you can line it up to where you fuck every major girl that shows up, I'm, except I'm sh- Siri. You don't get to fuck your daughter. Sorry, Trump. I'm uh, I'm sure you guys have covered this, but have you seen what the devs do if you pirate The Witcher 3? I I love it. So a lot of games, uh, like they won't do anything or they'll kind of fuck you over. 
But if you pirate The Witcher 3 and play it, all of the women you run into are really old, haggard, and fat. <laughs> so when you're having sex with them as Geralt, they're just wrinkles and rolls all over the place. That, That's their way of punishing you. That is amazing. Hot. That is amazing. Cause, cause well, I like they're like, hey, still play our game, but fuck you. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's probably the best that's probably the best fuck you. And look, it's a huge fuck you because as soon as like Yennefer shows up, you're like, I would like to fuck her. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. All right, we got to move on. We're, yeah. we're running out of show. Here. Sorry, guys. Yeah, uh, we still got two more things to cover. So next up, we're, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Iron Fist Season 2. There will be some spoilers here. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. We spent way more time talking about Marvel on the Superman thing. And, so, and watching Henry Cavill fuck eventually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Sorry. Um, so here's what's up. If you haven't seen Season 2, there are going to be some spoilers. Uh, we have, we're going to throw up a little, a, a little spoiler thing on the screen so that you don't have to leave the stream you can just mute it yeah um and then you'll you know once that goes down you'll know that we are done talking about it so uh can you can you throw up the the thing with the stuff and the guy and the and the dude with the thing double iron fisted there you go it's great so all right uh, so everybody dies so right Uh, now spoilers are when he throws the spoiler thing up which technology danny come on you can do it, I believe. There it is. There it is. So, spoilers in progress. All right. All right. Season two. <laughs> Woo. If you fucking Woo. thought that they were going to make Danny Rand likable, boy, were you mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because all they did was, instead of taking their time to make Danny Rand Somebody that we could rally behind. All they did was make the people we liked from the first season have more screen time. That's it. That was their answer to fixing season two was they were like, hey, you guys like Colleen? Well, guess what? Most of the series is about her now. Like that's, that's really what they did. Yeah. No, they did. They, they absolutely, they were just like, hey, people like Colleen. So we're, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to tease you. That she's gonna get the iron fist. We're gonna take <laughs> yeah. that shit away from Danny, and then we're gonna say we're gonna give it to her. And then we're gonna actually give it to her, and then you're as it, as you're watching it, you're like, they're gonna fucking take it away. Yeah. And then they don't. Yeah, they leave it, and they fucking end the season like that, and you're like, oh shit, bring on season three with Colleen. But then they throw this weird little teaser in at the end, and you're like, what? Yeah. How is? Does he have the Iron Fist again? Is it the guns that are sh- <laughs> the Iron Fist? What the fuck is happening? Also, though, that last five minutes was the most interesting Danny Rand was the whole season, I thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that uh, I did not hate. The, so when I watched the first season of, of uh, Iron Fist, I felt like somebody was punishing me uh, <laughs> to, to finish this series. Uh, I didn't feel that way with the second season. So while Danny... Is, is not nearly as likable as he should be. It is an improvement over season one. It is. Uh, because in season one, you, you almost just, you can't stand the fact that that guy is on screen for more than 30 seconds at a time. Whereas in this one, like, sure, you might still not like him, but there's enough, uh, there's enough good in the series around him that where you're kind of like, okay, I can, I can still watch this series. And there, there are some good plot points. There's some good characters. Again, Colleen is fantastic. It's, uh, they bring in Misty Knight, which like basically changes she does the, the whole season. If you, the problem with this, the show is that it starts, this season starts off super weak. 
Danny, you've only watched one episode and we're already don't checked out. Any, don't want to watch anymore. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I Wikipedia'd it so I can get a. It, it gets better once you've gotten into it. Um, but you gotta suffer through the beginning I'm, because. I'm fairly certain that's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> part, part of the problem is that your bad guys for season two are weak as fuck. Yes. Um, yes. It, it's basically just two people who are super privileged and whiny. As shit, I, I was wronged. I'm gonna make everyone suffer. Yeah, that and, that was okay. Sure, and, and sure, we learn a little bit more about Davos as we go along. Yeah. But it's never to the point where I'm just like, first off, I can't take this twat seriously. <laughs> I can't between his accent and his goofy. Well, have you watched him walk angry? Just go back and watch a scene where he's like storming into a place and t- and tell me. Just focus on what he's doing. Yeah. You will laugh. Your balls off. Excel <laughs> uh, said Danny tried to pull uh, to put off his anger management woes on his girlfriend. The fist makes me grumpy. You take it, which That's is true. which is true. Which which is essential. And again, it's one of those things where they kind of did that in Luke Cage, where you know Luke Cage has this whole thing where like he can't really control the strength that he has, and he and he loses it a little bit. Uh, and but, but see, they were clever because they just. Forgot about it. Yeah, and until he basically becomes Michael Corleone at the end of Luke Cage season two. But that still doesn't even address the it, anger. It doesn't, but at least you bought it. Like, at least you were like, okay, he's going to lose it, and then they forget about it. With this one, they try to convince you that Finn Jones has emotional range and can, <laughs> and can convince you that he's lost control of the fist, which he does not. It, it just doesn't. I don't know. I It's... Yeah, he. Uh, anyways, all right. I think I think we've talked enough. Iron Fist season two. It's yeah. again. It yeah. is better than season one. Yeah. If you can, if you sat through season one, you can actually watch season two, and there are things to enjoy about it. I I will agree. Right. I, I couldn't. I I tried to because I wanted to watch Defenders. Oh, and God, uh, Defenders is so bad. Well, he's so good in Defenders, though. Shut the fuck up! Oh, God, I try. I could. I I could not watch Iron Fist, and even watching him in Defenders makes me not at all want to go back and try to watch season one or season two. But you're you're better off if you don't. Okay, good. <laughs> Exhale says you've ruined his life now watching Davos. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, go ahead and take the spoiler thing down, Danny. Okay. And then uh, next up, we uh, we actually have uh, we've brought in a member of the Cineblokes. Oh. To to give a quick review of uh, of the Predator. Yeah. Okay. Um, is, is he? You know, I'm actually I'm I'm fairly certain I, I saw him downstairs talking to an escort. I I, I can't be certain, but this, I'm like right. I'm 98 percent sure. That also for Kalen sounds like a terrible this, idea. Uh, let me go see if I can get him. Okay. This. All right. Yeah. Uh, you want to get him? Yeah, well, yeah, just we'll, so we'll talk Predator for a little bit. Uh, sure. So, Andrew, have you seen Predator? I have not. I have not seen it. However, I I've seen reviews of it. Yeah. I, um. I there's this uh, YouTube review I really like named Jeremy Johns. Okay. And um, he basically said it was the Marvel movie of the Predator series. <laughs> and that does not sound like a compliment at all. No, it, for whatever reason, it's like. Like, basically, without spoilers, obviously, because I don't know anything specific, but he's like, it's a, supposed to be the serious person, right? But all the characters are quipping, like yeah. they're in a Marvel movie. I I've, I don't. I've been super hesitant about this whole thing, uh, because uh, here my thing about Shane Black, and, I, and I've said this 
from from the minute I watched Iron Man three, and everybody said I was crazy because they really believed that he could do. Oh, oh, hey, hey, Caitlin. Hey, what's you, going you've on? made it. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I was uh, I was taking care of some business downstairs. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard. So, how how did that go? I was good. Yeah, yeah. You can put those on. No, I can't. I've got, I've got my, my hat. Oh, right. Sorry. You can't yeah. take that off. Uh, so we were just talking about Shane Black and how uh, I'm convinced that he can only make two movies. He can make Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or anything where a kid is important. Yeah. Those are like the only two things. And from what I've heard, it's the latter. So he basically made Predator Iron Man 3 and none of that oh, sounds like, so, none of that sounds interesting to me it, but you've seen it i so. have seen it yeah uh so i don't want to spoil nothing for anyone so i would say if you could maybe throw up something that says spoilers for the next few minutes because i'm going to spoil the heck okay out of all right all right right now there's some things that you need to know going in so yeah the predator right so what this is um essentially it's take alien versus predator requiem all right, Oof. and then and then mix that. Not, not starting out well. Mix that with Iron Man three, oh, okay, and then just just give it a light dusting of Independence Day resurgence. God, okay, this sounds like the worst orgy I have ever heard in my life. Go on. It's, yeah, Danny's uh, intrigued. It's, there's a lot going on. So That's why we keep him in the booth? It's here's the thing. Um, if you go into this wanting a serious experience, you know, a serious predator experience, you're going to be let down. Uh, there is, it, the movie doesn't know what it wants to be. There's a lot of jokes going on, like all throughout. It's one of the best comedies I've seen all summer. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, the plot is just extremely muddled. There's, it's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. Uh, a predator comes to Earth. He's supposed to be bringing us a gift to stop the other predators from wiping out Earth. But the moment he lands on Earth, he starts killing people. And it's like, but you, mate, you said you were coming to help. <laughs> Why are you killing and skinning people? That makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, and then a bigger predator shows up who's all CG. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess they also borrowed from Logan as well because it was sort of like, you know, you had your old Wolverine old predator and then you had your bigger cgi wolverine and that's the predator the, the advanced alpha predator yeah so right he's all cg right shows up Pre predator x yeah right so he doesn't want humans to get the gift whatever the gift is right it's probably hepatitis or something like that but <laughs> do they have that <laughs> predators are just it's an advanced predator strain <laughs> so it's hepatitis e yeah. got it okay um so he kills the other predator and then uh uh, there's this whole subplot where there's a kid with autism. See, I, I told you. <laughs> Iron Man fucking three. God. Yeah. No, he did do yeah. that. If it's not, if it's not an actual buddy cop movie, it's a movie where a kid is for no fucking reason essential to the plot. Yeah, no, and he, he does make him essential to the plot. Fuck. So basically. I hate the, Shane Black. Main, Fuck you, Defenders. The main character gets a couple of items from, a, from the Predator. He gets a helmet and a, and a, and a gauntlet. And he mails them home. And his autistic kid finds it and uh, mixes it up with a video game and just magically learns the Predator language <laughs> and how to hack into the other Predator's <laughs> stuff using this helmet. Jesus. And then he goes trick-or-treating in the helmet and he blows up a house by accident. You know, 
No, that, that makes total sense. Classic Predator stuff, you know? Um, and then uh, the Predator decides that he needs the boy to come home with him because he's a pedophile, I suppose. <laughs> he's the Predator. They don't, they don't really... He is the Predator. <laughs> that's when Chris Hansen needs to show up. Yeah. Yeah. It was Mission... This is worse than Predator 2, by the way. This is... If Chris Hansen would have showed up, it probably would have been spot on. <laughs> but he didn't. Uh, yeah, no, he's just like, he's a true warrior. He's got to come home with me. And you're like, wait, what? He, he has autism. What? He, yeah, he's, he's on the <laughs> spectrum and apparently oh can God. read your stuff. Uh, also, the Predators have never learned to speak English in all their time studying us. Uh, yeah. So okay. English right. is really hard, Big to mix be fair. Up. Yeah, that's true. There are some a lot like- of exceptions to the rule. There are some likable characters. There's a team called the Loonies. that are some soldiers that get mixed up with the main guy. Uh, you know, Tom Jane, uh, Keegan Michael Key, uh, that, that dickless guy from Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> they call him Lucky Charms, which, wow. Considering what I just said, it seems inappropriate. It really. does. It does, but actually. Anyway, so they're all pretty likable, uh, and disposable, as, you know, as per usual. But so, so you're like, hey, where does Iron Man 3 come in? Right? So. The kid. Everyone gets killed. And, uh, <laughs> and they, so they defeat the big bad predator, right? And they discover that the, the thing that the other predator wanted them to have is still there. And so they do this weird wacky scene at the end where we find out what it is. What could it be? It's in a case that looks like a coffin. Is it, is it Arnold Schwarzenegger? It wouldn't have made sense, but it would have been better than what it was. Uh, then, that sounds like it could be fun. Then it opens and there's this black goo and you're like, Oh, it's a xenomorph. We're, we're going to do Alien versus Predator, but right this time, even though this movie was not good. Uh, but no, it's a, it's a gauntlet that turns a human into a predator. So, like, yeah, like, it's like an Iron Man suit. Like it straps onto your arm and then it creates a suit around you that makes you a predator hunter. I hate everything that you just said yeah. right now. And that's how it ends. That's, uh, so they're like, sequel. That's what, that's what, it's like this Ugh. whole movie was a pre, and that's why I was bringing up Resurgence, because that's how Resurgence just felt like a movie trying to lead into another movie. Like, we didn't want to focus on what we were doing here. Yeah, we right. We wanted to focus on the future, and that's what this is. It was just like, I don't care about this Predator movie, I care about the next one. <laughs> and that's what's going on. They tried to throw in some nods to the original, terrible. Um, <laughs> There's a scene with some blokes looking at, they look over at some motorcycles and, uh, one of them says, let's get to the, those choppers. Um, so you're welcome. Uh, that's Shane Black, everyone. What do you want? Yeah, no, uh, that's, yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Look, I, I didn't feel that disappointed. I mean, it's not a good movie, but I was entertained. There's some good action, uh, some good CGI action, a lot of CGI deaths. So if you're into okay. that, yeah. Um, when the f- original Predator does get loose at one point, he goes on a killing spree that's pretty spectacular. Um, and uh, Olivia Munn's character, who's a biologist, turns into a ninja about the third through the movie. <laughs> and is able like to like, you do. outrun a spaceship at one point. It's not <laughs> a lot of... I don't, feel, I don't feel like when Shane Black writes a script, I don't know that he actually thinks about, I don't know, things. How Continuity. At all. <laughs> He's just just, like, just anything at all. He, he just, just he just here's what I think he does, and this is why kids feature so prevalent in this film. I think he writes jokes, and then he gives it to a kid, and he's just like fill in the rest. <laughs> well, what's the movie about? 
I don't know. It's, it's a fuck. It's a big fucking monster. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a guy in a yeah. suit. That, can, can I put that my, flies? Can I put myself in it? Yeah, sure, whatever. As long as you as long as you're on the spectrum, you know, do whatever you want. You can be the superhero. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, honestly, that sounds pretty accurate because that it it always to me, especially after something like Iron Man three, it, it feels like especially when he does this kid shit, it feels like he starts an idea. And then decides that he doesn't want to continue with that idea, but he doesn't stop writing the movie. He just like writes something else and then somehow just fits it all into one script. So it's just a a collection of mini episodes that make a whole movie. I don't know. Nothing about the trailer and then nothing about what you have said here tonight make me want to see this movie in any way, shape, or form. You know, I I, I know I've been quiet. That's because I think. I I don't this doesn't movie like <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, Kaylin, please, can you help me understand? I really can't. You know, it's there's so many things they could have done with this. They should have said it like it. This uh, they it it's supposed to be in the same universe as Predator One and Two, but tonally it doesn't fit either of those. Even even when you do your settings, Predator 2 is very futuristic and sort of everything was war-torn and all this, and then now we're just in the fucking suburbs on Halloween, you know? <laughs> the only way it could have been worse is if Michael Myers would have shown up and found <laughs> out with, maybe he was the gift after all. I don't know. It's, uh, I think I'd be down for Michael you, Myers yeah, versus would, Predator movie. Michael Myers versus Predator, I'm if down. You go I'm in totally down. you shut your brain off and you just, you know, you want to eat some popcorn and... Laugh at jokes and see some good action. It's fine. It's you know, like I said, I didn't feel cheated. I just it's not a good predator movie. Right. Okay. So it was still Fair. entertaining and the people that were cast in it for the most part did a very good job. With a few exceptions. Your leading man and your leading lady are sort of bland. They yeah. don't really do anything. Um you know, but yeah, yeah, all your expendable side characters, they were super interesting. We should have had a movie about them. <laughs> you know. So, anyway, so all right, would you well, consider this the Jurassic World of the franchise? Because that's what it almost sounds like it's equating to. Yeah, no, because it might be closer to the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, mm. but even that made a little more sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, not much though. <laughs> not much. A child <laughs> might have written that one as well. I don't know. When when that's yeah. that's the best thing you could say is like it only makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So All anyway. Right. Well, Caitlin, uh, thank you. So what what did you do with, with Mike? Oh no, I left him downstairs talking to Veronica. Or at least I think that's her name. Why why did you, uh, you should, uh, I don't know, there was something about give me money or this man over here is gonna beat you up, so I gotta you should probably go check on yeah, him. Yeah, please, because yeah, we we need him to come back. It has been a long time. Yeah. He, he may be dead. Okay. Um, I, I can't do the show hey, on my I'll own. I'll tell you though. what, if he is dead, I'll come back and help you out. I, I don't I don't think I want that to I happen. Know, I know I'm what you do here. You talk about sports, right? You're talking sports. Let's go. What's with the with the who's playing who? Yeah, that's, that's that's not at all. No? Yeah, definitely no. not what right, we you know, do here. Go check on him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right, go yeah. go check on okay. him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, oh, hey, you know what though? If you're into history, I'll do a show now about yeah. the history of the past that you should absolutely check out on YouTube. Kaylin, um, the history is the past. So you're 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 doing a history of history. Well, that, yeah, but that would be a stupid title. Why would you call it that? 
You know what? I'm not even going to fight you. You're absolutely right. Yeah. No, but genius. Just yeah. just go no, ahead. No, do it. Brief yeah. history of the past. You check it out, guys. You should check it out, it out on, on the com. There's yeah. a page for it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Just did our first episode on the British monarchy. Absolutely give it a watch. Yeah. Imagine this guy teaching you about the British monarchy. I know. I know. All kinds of things about the history of the past. I'm, I'm still not buying this title. I, you know I, that... You know, I feel like we're going to be here all night trying to figure out what the fuck he's talking about. Well, I'm just really so, stalling. I don't want to. If she, if her, if her, uh, if her man friend is really threatening violence, I don't want to go. I, I think you should. Yeah, I, it is the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah well, you can ask uh, yeah. Veronica to be on your show. Yeah, this this is uh, for like eighty bucks an hour. Yeah. So, uh, so are you guys after uh, Kaylin's wonderful review? Who is actually going to see the Predator now? <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I have Movie Pass, and I don't think I would waste my time. Wow. Hold to on, go time out. I have to ask. You have Movie Pass? I do. Yeah. How in the fuck do you still have Movie Pass? I don't. I don't. I don't have any issues. I don't understand. Like everyone is flipping the fuck out about it, but I pay ten bucks a month, and I can go see, go to the movies like four times a month, or All even right. more than that. I don't even know. Uh, you. Hi, Mike. Uh, Jesus. Are you you you, you good, Mike? Oh. I, uh, I just got. I just had someone punch me in the ribs a few times. Okay, I, I wasn't um, sure if this was a I got beat up face or I just came face. I was very. It was a little bit of both. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. What I miss? Uh, uh, nothing. Not we're. I, I think we're on our main topic yeah. now. I think we're we're ready to go. Okay. You, you, you want to get your ribs settled? You I had... may need to go pee some blood. Okay. All right. Me too, buddy. We Me can, too. We can, I, I can, I can, I can think I can make it. You, I I can the make show it. must go on. Let's do it. So, okay. Let's All right. It. All right. It's main event time. All right, guys. Tonight we are talking about video games and we're talking about uh, games that have the best story to them or the best ending yes. to them. Um, and we want to hear from you guys as well. Yeah. Yeah, so any game that you've played that has a, a great story or, you know, you got to the ending and you were like, holy shit, this is a great ending, uh, we, we definitely want to talk about that. So we're not going to talk about gameplay uh, really at all because I think we've done that before. So this is just going yeah, to be the just, story, just story of the game okay. and how it ends and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I have uh, I've, I have two that I just that I prepared images for. Otherwise, just throw them out there. You know? Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start with... Um, I actually don't know which one Danny has loaded. Uh, I have loaded uh, I think Chrono Trigger first. <laughs> it's a surprise! Chrono Trigger! Oh, nice. For the SNES. <laughs> it's so SNESy. <laughs> now, if you're not familiar with this uh, sweet little RPG from way back in the day, uh, it's about time travel. Ooh. But not in the fun, I'm going to go back and boink my mom kind of way. <laughs> um, this which is really the best. That's the power of love. <laughs> I missed that SNES you game. son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, oh, you don't need money, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this this was a, a, a pretty awesome game as far as a, a story was concerned. Like, you get, um, you travel through time, through various points in time, uh, collecting new characters along the way, and it's all... It's all, you know, related. Like, they did a really good job of piecing, because anytime you get into time travel stuff, yeah. I feel like things can go horribly wrong. And I feel like they tackled it really well with this. And it was one of those games that had uh, alternate endings based oh, okay. on certain decisions that you made throughout yeah. the course of the game. I think there's, like, six different endings for Chrono Trigger. Yeah. But uh, for me, the the story was just super engaging. 
in this game. I would I would play this today for nice. for the story and the gameplay and all that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Uh, Exhale says he liked the new God of War storyline. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's oh. so good. Is it? It's so good. I couldn't tell oh, if Jesus you were excited Christ. or not. Right then. <laughs> it, it like drained all of the life from Sorry. Andrew. Well, like, <laughs> I just need to go clean my jorts real quick. <laughs> the, the intro mission is you fighting Balder, right? That's yeah. Like the, the, like the, the that's tutorial? like the first baddie that yeah. you really have to fight. It, oh, man. That game, that game is so fucking good. I so I will tell you when I owned a PS3, mm-hmm. uh, I I did play God of War three, and okay. uh, if we're gonna talk stories, I got I think the God of War series just does a really good job in kind of whatever mythology they're taking on. They do a really good job in telling a great story with that because yep. not only is the gameplay fun, but it's you know you are. Especially in like something like God of War 3, you're taking on all of these gods that you already know. So it's like, you are gonna battle Hercules, and then you're gonna battle Zeus, and then you're gonna battle Poseidon, and it's, it's just, uh, it's just fun. It's just a really, really fun game, and then there's points where it takes like, super dark twisted turns and you're like i i feel really shitty about this but it's just a it's a good story well and the the new one has that father-son dynamic yeah so the new one uh dad of war (laughs) dad of war um it is that that story it's they (laughs) they took a really in my opinion almost unlikable character in kratos and he is an asshole he, he he is an asshole Right and in this in God of War, uh, I hate that they just called it God of War. By the way, not God of War Four or yeah. or God of Four. Um, they they turned him into a loving but still kind of an asshole father. Mm-hmm. And there's a good dynamic of both him and the son learning together because he actually needs to be a human now because his son is half human, half god. Mm-hmm. And the the whole dynamic that plays throughout it is. Fantastic. Does anyone else? Do anyone else here have a PS4? I, I do not. I, I the only God of War game I played was God of War three, and then I I, I went Xbox. So. Okay. I I would say that this this game is probably good enough to warrant you buying a PlayStation four. Holy shit! Like I there there hasn't been there's certain games and series on consoles that if they were exclusive like this one, yeah. you just need to play it. And it, it's that good without even getting into gameplay. Just the actual story and the ride it takes you on, it 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 hit me, man. Like, and again, without getting into spoilers, the ending, holy shit! Like, I'm I am ready for the next two games wow. in the series. Okay. Um, it, it it paints the gods in a light that you don't really see very often. Yeah. You know, you always see gods as these almighty figures that are completely holy, and everyone just needs to praise them. And uh, they they don't. They're all assholes. Oh, basically, leave, leave it leave it to Kratos to fucking right. tell you the gods suck. Right, but you you definitely need to play it. Uh, okay, all right. Zale says, uh, "Dad of War, God of <laughs> Godfather <laughs> of War, <laughs> boy, uh, boy." Did Derek, Danny, do you either of you have a? Can uh, you take down the uh, the Chrono Trigger image? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I was just gonna throw up a new one uh, because I was gonna throw up. Uh, one of my favorite games because of the story, and that's uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, okay. The first one? The first one, yeah. Nice. Um, this was the like, before they got all weird and Kojima just kind of did acid and was writing stories. Yeah. Um, the weirdest part of this game is the Psycho Manus fight where you have to take the controller out and plug it into port two. 
just so you can beat the boss. Wait, what? Yeah, that game got meta. Uh, so Jesus. Like when you when you're fighting Psycho Mantis, you have to take the controller out of port one because he's mind controlling you, and you have to put it in port two. On top of that, he like wow. reads out your game saves that are on yeah. your memory card while he's fighting you. <laughs> that's weird. That is uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, but the story's really awesome. Um, and the first one, um, the, the the acting, the voice acting is superb. Um, I just, it, it was one of the first like story driven games I, I had played as a kid. And so I just, I fell in love with it and it holds a special spot more. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. So, okay. I'm going to go with one that, uh, is, is a little under the radar. Uh, and I might've mentioned this game before. Um, uh, Look, I, Pong does not count what as having the a fuck, good story. Man, that's it's story so is good. It's fucking captivating. Dude, the PCU is fantastic. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, I, so I am going to go with a, a little hidden gem uh, called Shadows of the Damned. Uh, and this game, it's made by the same people that made Lollipop Chainsaw, which is another, <laughs> which is another one of my absolute favorite games for game. so many fucking reasons. Uh, but Shadows of the Damned, just as a story, like you, you play a demon hunter whose name is Garcia fucking Hotspur. That is your name. Like, that's your actual name. So right out of the gate, you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with this. Uh, and then he, uh, his companion is, uh, uh, like a, like a head of a skull demon who's obsessed with phone sex. Uh, and his <laughs> name is Johnson, which is actual, uh, it is a penis reference, uh, cause they do it over and over again. Um, As penises do. But yeah, no, it's, it, this game is just, it's fucking psychotic and it's weird and it's, it's fun because essentially what happens is you are now dating the devil's, uh, the, the devil's girlfriend or something like that. Like the devil has decided that this is the girl he wants to date and you're now dating her. So he takes her down to hell. Yeah. He takes her down to hell and you're like, I got this. And then you follow him to hell and just mow through every version of hell you can possibly think of it's it's such a fun game and the story is it, like i said it's weird and there is phone sex that is actually involved in beating it, the uh, game it's it, it sounds like if it were a movie it would be directed by robert rodriguez it, 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 what oh my god yes <laughs> he would be the only person that or quentin tarantino actually quentin tarantino could direct shadows of the damn the movie there for is sure actually a big director that is associated with this game i don't the guy, I don't remember, Pan's Labyrinth? Guillermo del Toro? Oh, Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, he's associated with this game. Is he really? Yeah. That I actually... I don't remember in which aspect, but Guillermo del Toro is I, involved in this. I am surprised, but then not when I start thinking about how fucking Guillermo del Toro this game actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's such a fun game. Uh, I You could probably find it for pretty cheap, because it's not a popular game. So if no. you search it, it's it was for Xbox 360, so it's it's probably backwards compatible. Um, but I would highly recommend to play it. It's a super fun first person shooter. Well, if it wasn't a popular game, they might not have made it back. That's, you know what? You're, you're probably right. So yeah, break out a, that old Xbox, guys. You can get a 360 for like 30 bucks now. It's yeah, fine. that's right. It's, it is worth it though. It is a really, really fun game. And I'm, I'm actually bummed that it didn't do well because they do leave it open, uh, for, for a sequel, a sequel. that never got made, unfortunately. Mm. So. 
Uh, XL says Arkham City had a pretty good story too. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I think now having not played the last game in the franchise, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. I didn't play Arkham Knight. I also, I didn't play Arkham Origins because I heard that was it was terrible. It was it was it was fine. It was fine. I don't like the way you said that. This, this, this is uh, this is fine. Uh, Arkham <laughs> Arkham Asylum fine. was the first one, and, uh, and oh. I, so I played Asylum and I've played City. Um, I, the, the story set up in, uh, Arkham Asylum, I think is, is really great. Yeah. Um, and considering, I've, I've played Asylum. Considering the style of gameplay in that, like, you really do need a strong narrative to, to drive it forward because the combat is set up in a way that it's not, there are sections where, yeah, you go in all fisticuffs, but <laughs> other than that, it's a stealth game. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta be, right. you gotta think about things. You gotta be Batman. Yeah. How, how do you say it? Batman. No, you would actually. I'm Batman. There you go. There you go. Where is she? Where's Rachel? You know, and having. It's a great story, but also having the voice cast that they do for that game. Yeah. It helps so much. Um, uh, Kevin Conroy, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, is it, is, does he do the Mark, voice though? Mark Hamill's yeah. the Joker. Oh, I think, I think, okay. Uh, the the Margot Harley. Robbie is Harley Quinn. Oh, no. Sarah Strong. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith is Deadshot. I get it. It totally makes sense, guys. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a, because it's a story that it delves into like the psyche. Of Batman, yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah, the um, Scarecrow missions are insanely fun and and they kind of psychedelic. They yeah. turn the game on its head. It almost turns into like a psychedelic platformer. Yeah, in those sections. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's I, I agree with you, XL. It's it's really good. Um, I actually heard that the story in Arkham Knight is is pretty good. Like this, the, there's yeah. a, there's an aspect of the story involving the Joker. Yeah. That they, that I heard is like just really great all yeah. throughout. Yeah. So uh I, I, do you want me to say? I, I haven't played yeah. all of it, so just as a general thing, I never played Arkham City, but I, I know what happens. Has anyone here played Arkham City? Yeah. Or okay, yeah. so at the end, you know, Joker dies, right? So <gasps> d- during Arkham Knight, um Batman sees the Joker. Uh, and he's like constantly doing commentary over the things you're doing, yeah. and you just hear him saying, "Oh no, no, no! You shouldn't be doing that," or whatever the hell, because he's like super guilty about it. Um, I didn't finish it. But. Not only that, um, in this one, he's he's finding down the remaining like people that were infected with the Joker virus from Arkham City. Yeah, yeah. right. And so he he's rounding them up, and then he realizes, "Oh shit, I'm one of those people too." Yeah. And he has the Joker in his head. Yeah. i uh, got a couple from the chat here. Okay. Uh, Tim Lira says, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. He says, Tommy Versetti made you care about a friggin' psychopath. And he <laughs> nice. is not wrong. Because well, Ray Liotta does the voice. Ray Liotta does the yeah. voice in that. And it's so good. It's so good. And that was a, a really strong, like, it's, it's kind of like um, Scarface, but if Scarface were good. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. And, <laughs> And likable, uh, no. Vice City is a sh- and for because the the Grand Theft Auto games are not really strong narratively yeah, speaking. Yeah, I, I agree. think I think they've made more leaps in that direction recently. Like uh, the most like Grand Theft Auto Five, I think had had a pretty interesting kind of story arc. Uh, but, but yeah, Vice City is just super strong. Yeah, uh, and then Sean Hart says this one goes back a bit. Uh, yeah, I'm old, but the Star Wars game, The Force Unleashed. Yes. Had a really good story, probably fuck better yes. than any of the movies made after Return of the Jedi. Dude, fuck 
Yes, Sean. I actually re-downloaded that game because it was free on Xbox Gold. And I I replayed the entire thing. And I was like, dude, this game is fucking great. It the story is fantastic. Now, I did not like the Force Unleashed 2. Um, you and many other people. Yeah, I, I, I found it to, to be a little, I just didn't enjoy the story as much, but the story for the Force Unleashed is fucking In fact, great. It, it's great. Doesn't it, it feels like you're playing a movie. No, it, it absolutely does. No, you're absolutely right. And, and just the, the worlds that they're able to create and, and just how, Everything kind of fits into the overall narrative. Like it is, you are absolutely right, John. It is a better story than I think most of the things that we got pre Return of the Jedi. Uh, cause that is a super fun game. I, that's another one where if you guys can find it, cause I, I know they offered it for free a little while ago, but if you can find that game and even if you've played it already, go back and play it again. Cause it is just as fun. Yeah. It's a really, really fun game. Uh, XL says, Unleashed or Old Republic. I've heard great things about both. Knights Ooh. of the Old Republic is, is a really good game, too. I think that, narratively speaking, uh, Force Unleashed is, is way better. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but KOTOR is still, you know, well, interesting. Saying, in that vein of KOTOR, uh, Jade Empire. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, how's that? Right in your wow. fucking feels. Wow, I think you almost shut down Mike yeah. right there. Jade Empire was <laughs> Mike.exe has stopped working. <laughs> He would drop the mic if it wasn't on a mic stand. I know. <laughs> I just dropped the mic. Yeah. Jade Empire is so good. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Such a good game. Yeah. Uh, Solid. And never got a sequel. I'm very, yeah. very unhappy about that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, with RPGs, you kind of expect them to have a good storyline. Doesn't yeah. mean they all do. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> no. That is true. But they should. Yeah. Right. No, um, they absolutely should. So, um, yeah. I So, I got another one that's... This is more about the ending. The, the, the story is really great, too. Um, but I chose Final Fantasy X Ooh. because sometimes having a good ending is also a fucked up ending. <laughs> yeah. And ten does it. Ten is like holy shit. When you because you spend so much time with this character, and then at the end to have this heartbreaking, I'm not real, and then like <laughs> the way. <laughs> Like when they're going to embrace and then just oh god, nothing. You're like Thanos no! It is no. I, even so. Somebody has actually turned that into a gif, and even as a gif, you're just like, "This is. I shouldn't send this to anybody. Like this is so fucked up." Why would you? What What's the occasion that you would send that to somebody? <laughs> I, you know, I get it. I get it. When you're gonna ghost somebody, right? Yeah, right. After a Tinder date goes bad, you're just like, hmm, "Here you go." <laughs> oh man you know i never i i have 10 and 10 too i i own them on the playstation 2 i never got around to playing well, them though hold on we're not talking about 10 2 here fuck 10 2 <laughs> oh okay well <laughs> just good just, to know just then is is 10 2 the one with all the girls is that yeah, yeah because it, it it's it follows up this storyline from 10 it's the it's a direct sequel to the game and sure the story's a little bit interesting because it's kind of like her trying to find him again there's like all this stuff that's tied to history um about these characters that are similar for me i just didn't care for the gameplay of 10 2 okay um but uh but 10 is is super strong all across the board you know Uh, i think that was the first one on the next gen console wasn't it uh 10 2 yeah i think so no 10 or 10 10, 10, yeah it was the first one on the ps2 i think yeah yeah Yeah. so and And you can tell i mean there's no polygons it's all 
Yeah, the game was gorgeous. 3D animated. Yeah, and I, I would actually... Had, had some Rammstein on the, on the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I would actually just throw in that Final Fantasy does tend to have really great storylines. Um, I, I think just in general... Except when they make movies. Uh, yeah, no, the... <laughs> Luckily, we're not yeah. talking about King, that. Here's looking, I, here's looking at you, spirits within. Oh, yeah. I, I love. I like, King's Glade was great. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Have you guys played the Life Life is Strange? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, it's it's like a um, choice space game made by Square Enix. And if you're in the college dorms and you go in this room and there's like a stack of DVDs, the main character, if you like click to interact on them, says, "Wow, Final Fantasy: The Ghost Within. What an underrated movie." <laughs> <laughs> Like Square Enix is still to this day just like no guys it, it was actually good yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking Get the about fuck out of no. here no so yeah. Tim says the best part of Final Fantasy X ending is you had to one hundred percent the Final Fantasy X two otherwise Titus still wasn't real <laughs> wow really that's fucking hardcore damn yeah. Uh, we also had a couple others. Uh, Pat Allison says Kotor Knights of the Old Republic was phenomenal. Uh, Tim Lyra says Conker's Bad Fur Day was. <laughs> <laughs> if, was you're, if you're 12 or 13 yeah. years old, it's a gr- it's, it's a great game. He said it was a fetchum game that had a pretty good story, considering it was a rare game in the vein of Donkey Kong 64, Mario 64, and the genre borrowing was great. And yeah, Conker's Bad Fur Day was really good. Although that game felt like it was geared for adults with the, with yeah. the language and stuff like that. Uh, let's see. Exhale said, I haven't played these two games, but blog forums have been raving about Red Dead Redemption and The Last oh, of Us. Yeah. I God. assume there were good stories. Maybe you guys would know. Dude, Red Dead Redemption was so fucking good. Just for like the last, I want to say, two hours of gameplay in that game. Oh my God. And it's like they have the heartbreaking ending, but then after the credits roll, you get to take, like, you, the sun grows up, and then you get to go get vengeance. That's the redemption part of the game. Is you killed people that killed your dad? Mm-hmm. I so I actually I own Red Dead Redemption uh, because like you, XL, I heard great things about it, but I bought it at a time where I wasn't uh, on board with the open world style of game, uh, and so to be honest with you, I didn't even know how to fucking play it. Like I, it was it was so far out of my wheelhouse when what it do, came out. What do I do? I know I was the, I was there's, there, I was literally so, like games like there's too much to do. Dude, I I played it for like 20 minutes and I was like fuck this. Everybody's a liar. Uh, but now but now that now that I have I've acclimated to it and I understand how like open world games work and like. How you can actually progress and, and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I do want to go back and give it a chance because I do think I will like it for the story. Uh, cause I have heard uh, amazing things about it. I've heard it's a great story and obviously Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out and I don't want to just buy that one. Like I want to be able to, to play through the first one. And again, it's, I, I've heard that it is a fantastic story. So yeah, as long as we're doing, I mean, you could talk about, um, Skyrim. Skyrim was probably one of the best games in the I'm Elder out. Scrolls <laughs> timeline. That game is fucking garbage. Oh, Skyrim. Okay, mods Woo. do not make a good game. Hold on, though. Hold on. I'm, let's I'm let's, take, about a let's game. take gameplay out of it. Just yeah. the story that's being the told. Story. Is the story good? Yeah. I I couldn't get, Didn't get I couldn't far. get far enough. <laughs> like a game has to be um, at, at a bare minimum playable for me to be able to do that. <laughs> And Skyrim, I, the, you know, I'm going to have people attacking me. Like, there was somebody on early, earlier that said I'm on fire. There's no way they're going to agree with me now. <laughs> the entire um, Elder Scrolls series is hot garbage. <laughs> wow. The entire thing. Hot Ooh. take. If you, wow. 
get that off of my damn system and go back to 1999 where for, your combat forget, system belongs. Forget Eminem versus MGK. This is Andrew Holmes versus Skyrim. This is the beef I want to see. I'm wow. excited. It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. You fight like you're holding a rubber. Oh god. <laughs> Look, I know there's only like 20 minutes left in the show, but I could fill half an hour of why I, Skyrim is so but, but you god know what? awful. You know what? I, I'm actually going to sign on to because uh, while we're not talking about gameplay, I do think that gameplay does take away from. You being able to experience a it good does, story. It can. Because going back to something like Arkham Knight, I know the story of Arkham Knight. Like, I know how, uh, kind of the whole, as you go through, I've watched the ending online, and it seems like a fucking fantastic story. Like, it seems, but the gameplay to me is so unplayable that I, I played it for like two or three hours, and I, I never went back to it because mm-hmm. I was like, this, I, this is not, functional to me and as good as this story might be i, I kind of don't care like i i, I don't want to struggle to to play this game just to enjoy a good story well, especially because like in the in the last two arkham games they took out one of the coolest parts of the game that was detective mode where you would yeah. have to like find riddles and right uh stuff left behind by the uh the riddler did and... they did they at least introduce a bat credit card <laughs> no, but he did have nipples on his bat suit. He now. did. So He's, it's yeah. for in app purchases. I guess. <laughs> Never leave home without it. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Uh, any other. Any, so, so, fighting games often get overlooked for story, but mm-hmm. recently a lot of them have been adding the, the campaign the mode campaign or the story mode. Yeah. mode yeah. And they tell a really, like, we just talked about this on, we did. on uh, when we were at Long Beach. The um, Injustice games yeah. tell a story that is more interesting than almost anything in the DCEU. <laughs> That's because it's, it's technically animated, so it's going to be better yeah. than the movies. Yeah, but it, it, it doesn't it, have to be, though. Yeah, that's true. But that I, I, I will agree with you, because that is one of those games where, I, I mean, God, just the first cut scene of Superman losing his shit and becoming a tyrant, you, like... That fucking sets you up for such an amazing world. Like, that's the first cutscene that you get to. And then you're just like, holy shit, what am I stepping into right now? Uh, yeah, it, that, that game has such an incredible story, uh, and some of the best, uh, deaths that we talked about, too. I, I, I have never felt worse. Uh, than trying to play as the Green Arrow in that universe, knowing <laughs> Superman is against you. Like, what are you even supposed to do? Like, <laughs> they at least they at least justified it. Yeah, everyone was injected with like <coughs> what DNA, like Kryptonian D- something that yeah. made them all everyone stronger and more indestructible. Yeah, that's like his arrows weren't though. It's a very comic booky type thing. It, but it was it, like it really is. Yeah, it, but it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, but story wise, I, I do think that it. Uh, I, I do think that it's probably one of the better games, yeah. and even Injustice Two. I mean, making a sequel to a fighting game that also has a strong story that is a direct sequel to that is I I can't imagine that seems so hard to do and they managed to pull it off. Yeah, N- yeah. N- Nether Realms kind of changed the game because back when MK9 came out, which is the first fighting game along those lines that had that full yeah. story in it. Yeah. I remember people loved it, right? But almost at the exact same time Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out and people lambasted 
uh, MVC3 because the story was just like that old fighting game cliche. Like you beat it and you get two panels saying why (laughs) they cared, right? So ever since then, that's kind of been NetherRealms' shtick when they do these big games. Like, oh, well... The gameplay has to be solid, but the story has to be super engaging. Yeah, well, and Exhale actually brings it up because he says the Mortal Kombat, uh, the Mortal Kombat saga pre-Deception, which I agree. Yeah. Um, but you're right, MK9 is a fantastic story. Well, the it's, thing I loved about that story is like they take the original story and turn it on its head. Yeah, yeah, they do. And and that one has uh, that one has a payoff for your efforts, much like yeah. Injustice and stuff. But like, if you beat MK9, you are rewarded. Not just with like, you know, you're rewarded with a good ending, like a satisfying mm-hmm. ending to this story that you've been following in all of these fights. Yeah. So and yeah. if you 100% that shit, you can unlock Melina's I'm Practically Naked costume. <laughs> so, that's, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> kind of reminds me back when I was a young man. <laughs> I don't think I want to hear this story. I bought a game on the PlayStation 1 called VIP. Based off the Pamela Anderson TV oh, show. God. The fuck out of here. <laughs> and let me tell you about a good story. Had a, strong, <laughs> had a good, strong story. Had a, a two really great stories in it. <laughs> and I remember when you beat the game, every single time you'd beat it, it would give you, well, beat it. You, yeah. um, <laughs> you would unlock another uh, menu item or like a screenshot or a screensaver. That's what it is, loading screen. And at the very end, when you beat the game, you get Pam Anderson in a swimsuit as a best story VIP. It's uh, th- that fits the tagline for this. Uh, I play it for the stories so, so well. Uh, let me we can right, bring let, the Witcher up again. Uh, let me let me get to, let me get to the chat real quick. So wow. uh, Tim Lear says, "I've got to tell you, as a fifty-year-old twenty-six hundred gamer." All the old 8K ROM games had a manual that came with the story behind the game. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, Yar's Revenge was a whole friggin' story behind it. It was one screen game. Uh, he says, if you get the chance, find the PDFs of the old 2600 manuals and see how far they went to convince that Burger Time was Oscar worthy. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Pat Allison says a game came out this year on the PC. Vampire, vampire. Anyway, he's, he's not sure on the pronunciation. I guess he said uh, he enjoyed that story. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Either. I, I haven't played it. Any of you guys play Blood Rain? I no. have not. Uh, nor have I seen the shitty U Bowl. I. <laughs> I, I played the Blood Rain that came out a few years ago, like the 2D <laughs> demake, like the beat 'em up. It, that was good. I know. I don't think that counts, but it was good. I don't, all right, so one of the, one of the games I wanted to bring up while we were talking about this is there's a whole different genre of game, in my opinion, called like the Telltale games. I'm yeah. not sure. Are you guys into the Telltale which stuff? Are, which are story driven games? I have exactly. Pl- I have played them. I do not like them. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm gonna agree. I actually I've don't played care the for them. entire Back to the Future. Oh, okay. I like that one. Version. Okay, let me let me uh let me preface this. Uh, Telltale pre The Walking Dead. Not good. So the Jurassic Park series, the Back to the Future series, in my opinion, is not very good. But if you play it, they kind of found their shtick and formula after The Walking Dead, and they've held that into all of their future games. So if you like one of the licenses they use, like Game of Thrones or Borderlands, I would say give it another chance. I have been tempted so many times to try the Batman game, but I it is I it is not. It is really good. Okay. Um, but the one I specifically wanted to bring up was the first season of The Walking Dead. Um, it, it, it almost takes place in a completely separate 
time and universe as in regular walking dead there's only two characters from the show that you see and they're only in the first episode you see glenn and herschel um for a very very small amount of time um but the way that those games weave your choices and build a story based on that oh my god you get so attached to these characters and when you have to make those choices to where who lives or who dies and it it puts weight on you as a player Mm. and granted the gameplay isn't great but if you're just there for the story which i guess you could just do on youtube if you just wanted to watch it yeah you 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 need to. You, well, and you are right. The the Telltale uh, Back to the Future games, they tell an in, a very interesting story, but it is just like some of the gameplay elements that I'm like, eh. But when your com- when your company name is Telltale, if you can't tell a good fucking <laughs> tale, then there's problems. You know, when your yeah. when your whole formula is story driven, narrative yeah. driven, like it, it has to be good. And I feel like they they did accomplish that from what I played. I just, it's just the I think it goes back to the whole is the gameplay strong enough? For me to to get to through right. the journey, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I will say they've improved because if you know, like I think one of the most quote unquote majestic gameplay moments from Telltale, and I say that with huge sarcastic <laughs> notion, is that in Jurassic Park, like they had a quick time event where you had to press A and all you're doing is opening a fence for like two minutes. <laughs> like that was before they learned what they were doing. Like you hear the Jurassic Park music in the background, and just this fence is just slowly going like this. <laughs> Uh, so, Exhale asks, uh, what's the first story-driven game you guys remember playing? Yes. Now, for me, this is... Uh, but I never I never actually completed it, so I don't know how it ends. But it was Dr. Mario, and I don't know... <laughs> it, because, I mean, it's, it's a very classic story of how Mario went from being a plumber to getting his doctorate. And if you... When you really delve into it, it, it does... It's nope. fascinating. It nope. Is fa- it's like the Patch Adams of video games. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wow. I don't know I don't know why we let him speak. Uh cuz I, I own it's the show. show. That is, oh oh right that's why. That's why it's, it's uh, a show. Excel did say that his was Max Payne. Uh which is when you cuz that that's a shooter game, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that also has a really really good story that when they made the movie they decided not to use. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking Mark Wahlberg just, like hey 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 I got a gun. I can move in bullet time. What's up with that, huh? So slow mo. <laughs> Anybody hear about the bees? <laughs> I think I found a transformer. Um, I honestly, for me, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I think honestly, for me, I think Chrono Trigger is the first one that I remember playing. Okay, that's the story driven because Final Fantasy. I played Final Fantasy three, which is actually six first. Yeah, but for me, Final Fantasy three. Slash six was more uh, more about the characters. Like, yeah, there's a good story there, but it's not it, it, to me that what made that game is the characters and not sure. the story. Yeah. So for me, I was Chrono Trigger. You guys? Uh, I would say that. I mean, I'm sure I played story games before this, but I probably skipped around or didn't like take the time to try to understand. And the first time I remember doing that was with Metal Gear Solid Two, mm. um, with Raiden in it, and I just bought it on a whim at uh, Game Crazy. When I was young, I you know didn't have a ton of money, but they were selling this game for ninety nine cents. So I'm like, oh okay, let me buy this. And as a first story experience going into a Metal Gear game, my mind was fucking blown. So as a, like an eleven year old child trying to grasp all of this political bullshit, and it it kind of 
morphed and changed the way I look at games now because I I don't want to just be this knight going to go save a princess anymore. I want all this <laughs> stuff. She's going to be in another castle. Anyway, yeah. So. I know. <laughs> God. Uh, Luana Howard says, my first was Legend of Dragoon. Wow. Which, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. That is that's a good solid. Pick, that's you know? super solid. Did anybody ever play Dragon Quest? I I think no, I, I may have played one of them. But I, I don't really have a lot of the, memories of it. I played the one on the Wii where you have to... Yeah, slice. slice. Yeah. Uh, so Davina said, uh, for me, it was Final Fantasy VII, uh, and I am actually going to agree with her because I, I, it's. I'm sure there was probably a game before that that was story driven that I just can't remember, but I remember playing Final Fantasy VII and just being, just not even just the you know the gameplay, but just being yeah. captivated by this story that it was trying to tell and these characters that you're following uh, and just really enjoying it for what it was. So that, that, I, one, that one has a movie after it, right? Advent Children is based on Final Fantasy VII? Yes. Is it? Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's that's where you get emo cloud. Yeah. But, I mean, look, Advent Children is still leaps and bounds better than Spirits Within. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think am, most things are better than the Spirits Within. Like, it literally has nothing to do with any like, I, I know. of the games. I, know. You, uh, I remember I got that, uh, that movie as a Christmas gift. Because my mom, she, I, I love Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy VIII on the PS1, right? Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, you know, for Christmas, I'll get him this Final Fantasy movie. He'll love it. So he got, she got me Spirits Within, and we watched it. The next day, me and all my friends were like, oh, my God, there's this Final Fantasy movie. <laughs> <laughs> that same way, dude. We rushed yeah. out to the theater to see it because yeah. we were all, like, me and all my friends, we loved the Final Fantasy game series. And we went to see it, and we were like... Why is Alec Baldwin voicing Ben Affleck? What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> yeah, but Donald Sutherland looks like Donald Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck, yeah. fuck everything about they made that. Bu- uh, Buscemi look attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was just, it was a wacky thing. They yeah, should have just yeah. turned one of the games into a movie. It yeah, just, done, right. yeah, just would have been that, way guys. better. Uh, Tim Lira says, in all seriousness, the best story-driven game I've ever played was an interactive novel on the Commodore 64 called Portal. He said the interface is a computer network that you, as someone returning to Earth and finding it abandoned, the whole game is finding more clues to discover where everyone went. It was the first game story that made me whoa at the end. Whoa, whoa he went yeah. full Keanu. Well, hold on, Tim. Did you did you whoa or did you whoa? Which, which one? It's very important. It is it's very whoa. important we distinction. We have to know which whoa it was, and maybe it was a different whoa entirely. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Ken Robinson says Kingdom Hearts. That's yeah, fine. that's a good one. Yeah, favorite game solid. of all time. I, I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, Call of Duty up until Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> he said duty, <laughs> duty. Uh, everything after that kind of just was like, eh, not, not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Call of Duty Modern Warfare and uh, Modern Warfare Two were like really, really good. Um, <laughs> he confirmed so- uh, Joy Lawrence. Perfect. <laughs> so I well, Real quick, before I know we don't, I don't think we have a ton of time left, but uh, we, I, we 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 just start late, so we'll go a few minutes over. But yeah, okay, not, not too much time. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, a horrible ending. I think the worst ending I've ever had in a game was The Walking Dead Survival Instinct on Xbox 360, which was based off the TV show. Uh, you play as Daryl. Um, first off, you don't get your crossbow to the last 45 minutes of the game. Um, but imagine a game where the last thing you're doing is a turret section. And then it fades to black and the credits roll. Wait, what? You make it, like, the whole point of the game is you're, like, in this group and you're finding different survivors and you make it to the end goal, right? 
and you get there, and you survive, and there's a fuck ton of walkers, and then you get on this turret, because for whatever reason, there's a turret in The Walking Dead, and you're just mowing down people, and then it just literally fades to black, and that's how the game ends. Wow. You know, that's... Because uh, we, we didn't really get into anything bad. Um, for me, the Assassin's Creed franchise is split, yeah. because yeah, I, I feel like part of the like when you're in the animus and you're playing the assassins with the exception of the first one because Altair has like no personality but once you get to Ezio mm-hmm. when you're in the animus the story is so interesting like all three of his games all three of Ezio's games are just like I, I care about this character I want to learn about his story and, and finish it up but when you get out of the animus you're like fuck this like wait, yeah. it's, it's it's so convoluted to the point where I've watched YouTube videos that explain everything <laughs> and I still have no fucking idea yeah. what is going it on is, outside it is fucking wonky man like and they they I feel like uh with Assassin's Creed especially more recently too that they've tried to do this whole like oh we're going to have like these final fantasy endings where they're you know they're kind of sad or like they don't really have yeah. the full resolve and they're just like no don't fucking do that like just that cuz like with uh what was the one syndicate Syndicate did that, where the ending, I, I never really felt like it was completely satisfying, sure. which was really unfortunate because, to me, that story was fantastic. Like, Jacob and Evie were such fun characters to play, yeah. and their story of going through London and, and everything that they were doing, their, all, all their pursuits, were, were great. It was great. And then you get to the end, and it just kind of, like, fizzles out, and then they're like, hey, but outside of the Animus, here's this wonky god shit, and you're just like... Wait, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, they, they, they just stop it. Yeah, no, we don't care. <laughs> I, I just want you to know, we don't care what the fuck happens outside of the animus. None of us do. Yeah. And like no. knowing what, like with, uh, what is it, Odyssey? Knowing that Odyssey is going full RPG. Yeah. And is taking place before Origins. makes for whatever no reason. fucking sense. So you're sense. not actually an assassin. Just stop calling shit Assassin's Creed <laughs> and just do these historical games. I will play the fuck out of Spartan Warrior or whatever uh, yeah, the fuck you're no, supposed for to sure. be. You know what I mean? 100%. But yeah. If you want to go full Witcher, fine. Go full Witcher, but just fucking call it Odyssey. Take out the Assassin's Creed and just Call it Odyssey, yeah. and I will be a Spartan running around killing shit in Greece. Because it seems like they finally did that with whatever the the pirate game that's coming out that's using the engine that you know Black Flag and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The I, I'm pretty sure Ubisoft is behind it, um, <coughs> but they finally have just like okay, yeah, this isn't Assassin's Creed. We're just making a pirate game now. Like, good, do do that. And if I know that it's you guys making it, and you did like, I'll play it. I will. And I mean, anything's got to be better than. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what people say, though, Michael Fosbender was a great, great assassin. I don't, but it, uh, but again, see, they did the same thing with the movie that yeah. the games try to <laughs> they do. They took him out of the Animus. Because the best parts of that movie are them being in the Animus. And they're like, no, 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 guys. They don't care about that. They want to see what's going on outside of the Animus. And it's like, no, 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 we don't. We don't want... An hour and a half of Michael Fassbender hooked up to a rover just spinning around. Like, no, nobody wants uh, that shit. Sean Hart says that AC3 is the best example of that. And I think he's talking about the, the yeah. back yeah. and forth. He said the Animus storyline was completely badass and took place during the American Revolution. I still have no idea what the fuck I was watching in the present day story. <laughs> no, because like, you, you, like, you like work for Abstergo. You're, not, you're no longer a prisoner. 
You're like a person that they hire out to yeah, work. I, the I don't care. I honestly don't no, it's care. Terrible. I, it's it literally like as soon as that person wakes up, I'm just how fast can I get the fuck I, yeah. back I, into this anime? I will say I love that everyone has jumped on this worst ending bandwagon though because we got some, <laughs> Tim Lira says crappy ending. Halo Two ends. <laughs> oh right, my god! Right as yes. it leads you to think you're going to liberate Earth. Yeah, let's do this, and then fade the black. Is that when he, is that, is that when he jumps out with the bomb? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Uh, it's been a long time since I played yeah. Halo Two. But, but even Halo Three was like that, where you uh, the ending is like, oh yeah, you you, you just like, go to sleep. Yeah, you just go. You're like, wait, but, but what? What the fuck just happened? You don't know if what, whatever you did worked. You just yeah. you get separated. You go to a slip space and you just fuck yeah. off to wherever. <laughs> yeah, Excel says worst ending Mario Brothers. After all that shit, the princess still didn't put you or still didn't put you in the friend zone. Reason I know this because they never had children. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's are there are nine Koopa kids or whatever. Yeah. Do uh, they look suspiciously like the princess? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They <laughs> wear a lot of makeup. Gross. Um, uh, Luana Howard says worst ending ever. Missed. <laughs> no, I've actually not played Mist. I haven't. That was uh, one of those. I think I tried to play Mist at one point, but it was one of those where it's just like a a first person game of discovering shit. Yeah. on yeah. an island, and it was just like there's nothing to do here. I mean, I was a kid. <laughs> I was a kid back when that came out, like a yeah. teenager. So it was like I don't find this interesting at all. There was what Mist, and there was another one that was similar. Riven. Riven. Yeah, Riven. Riven. Never got into either one of those. So I don't know how they end. Yeah. Luana, if you want to tell us how the terrible ending was, like what happens, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a shout out here. Yeah. What, what I will say is a really <laughs> bad – what happened? I'm sorry. Tim Lurie said someone played Miss to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Better. <laughs> Good on you, Luana. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, the chat is hey, killing it today. Anyway, sorry. What were you? What were you gonna <laughs> say, oh, all of say, it's a bad ending to what I think is a great game. The ending of the Order eighteen eighty six um, game that I feel like was treated pretty unfairly when it came out. Mm. The story only lasts like four hours. Is, That's that, not... is that the one with the werewolves? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the game looks great, but when it came out, sixty dollars for at most a five hour long game. I, yeah, I remember it coming out, and I remember seeing trailers and thinking like, "Fuck, man, I should get a PS four." Yeah. Like it, it looked. Fantastic, oh, it and still then does. and then I was reading like, oh yeah, you can play it in a day, and it's like I don't. Yeah, I, but no, is it, is no like, thank you. Like replayability because you have you can select what character you want to play. No, it, no? It, it, it. So it's a great game now if you were to go buy PS4 because you can buy it for literally five bucks. Oh yeah, and that's one hundred percent worth it. Right. However, the ending it almost ends like it wanted to be a sequel, like in the last hour for whatever reason. Or like the whole time Nikola Tesla is making your weapons and shit, and you go meet up with him, and you're like running through this corridor, and then it ends. It's just like, well, there's gonna be a sequel, but it's like just as you think it's gonna hit the climax and be like, oh, we're really gonna start fucking shit up now. That's when it decides yeah, to end. I yeah. I actually hate be, uh, just like the movies, just so like um that that end in a way that they're like, well, we're setting it up for the next one. We're being presumptuous mm-hmm. and assuming. That you're gonna like this enough right. for a sequel, even though we didn't spend enough time developing this particular story or whatever, things like that. And there are games that end that way too, where they're just like, "Ha ha, sucker, play the sequel." Fuck you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I hate that. And it, yeah. it's one of those games that didn't sell well enough that there'll probably never be a sequel. Yeah, right. So you kind of have to take that in it. But 
the gameplay's oh we don't give a shit about gameplay on this show. Well, um, but no, I mean, I, sorry, I forgot you guys like Skyrim, so <laughs> there there's a number of games where you know the the gameplay does deter you from finishing out a story, um, and I and I agree, I, I hate games that do that because it's like just give us a satisfying ending to this one and then entice because if yeah. you do that. We're gonna play the next one, but yep. like if you just leave yep. it, and I, I, I hate. I'm gonna bring this up again, but the Halos, most of the Halos do that, yeah. and it's frustrating because I do enjoy the Halo storylines, but all of their endings suck. What, like what I hate you... every ending <laughs> to every Halo game I've ever what, played. What did you think of Halo Reach? Because that one actually ends. See, I fucking love properly. Halo Reach. Actually, so I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go. I might be in the minority, but I actually think Halo Reach is probably my favorite Halo it's, game. It's my favorite Halo I by know. far. Yeah, I, I, it, I fucking love Halo. It introduces Reach. the first like Spartan team. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the also, way it ends, it sets up Halo. It also yeah. has an epic fucking ending. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. Really, the ending is play, great. Play till you die. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty strong. It's, uh, it's, yeah, that is probably one of the most satisfying endings where you just survive. That's it. Like, that's your whole goal. So, it's the end game. So, Luana, answer our question. Uh, and obviously, if you have not played Mist, this probably won't make any sense, but she did explain why the ending sucks. And she says, you get two choices. Either leave, uh, leave you with a video of one of the brothers laughing in your face uh, for ch- or ch- for choosing incorrectly is what it says. So that does sound <laughs> wow. You you are a, a better man than us. Yeah. Uh, wait. What? No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So you just get a fifty fifty chance. Yeah. And yeah. it that's so dumb. Yeah. It's kind of like uh Bioshock the first one. Mm-hmm. Great game, great ending. But if you just kill one one of the small children, you get the bad ending. <laughs> Like I don't like in during the game. Have have any of you guys played Bioshock? I have not. Okay, I've I've played them all. All of them. Okay, so yeah, you know, and just recently actually. Okay, so you know, it's it's a great game. Yeah, super fun. I don't even fucking know why that didn't appear on any of our lists because oh yeah, they are all like super strong storylines. Yep. So better better than the gameplay in some. I didn't I didn't like the gameplay of the first one. Yeah. Okay. I, I understand that. I, I really enjoyed it, but I, I think when it comes to shooters, I'm not always into the really super fast paced no, type. Yeah. And that game is kind of You it, gotta be careful as shit yeah. going through that one. Yeah, exactly. If you run into a big daddy, it's game over. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I really like that approach to it. And that's not to say like one of my favorite shooters is Bullet Storm. And that is <laughs> that game is stupid. What are you talking about, bro? That's all story. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking shit and <laughs> shooting. Uh, so real quick, because I, I know we're going to wrap up soon, but I, yes. I do. I know we brought it up before, but I do want to give a shout out to The Witcher Three, uh, which I think is just probably one of the best storylines I've played in in a very long time. That storyline is so good. My girlfriend actually sat and watched me play so that she could see what was going to happen. No. Yeah. No, she watched you play so she could see all the dirty scenes. <laughs> I know. I, look, I even know. even in video games, I am faithful, and I didn't fuck anybody when she was in the room. So, <laughs> Yeah, to her disappointment, yeah. she wanted to see those just as much as you did, and you fucking denied her the opportunity, Derek. She's just sitting there, this is better than Game of Thrones. You're a, you're a selfish dick. Oh, that took a dark turn. Anyway, wow. As long as she's not calling you Geralt in the bedroom, yeah, right? right? No, she hasn't. She hasn't. Yeah, she hasn't done that she's yet. Like, yeah, and I also haven't called her Jennifer, so we're she's, good. She's, we're... she's like, hey, you're already kind of going great. Have you ever considered <laughs> just dying and all? 
Here's what uh, I need to do. I need you to die it all, get a big fuck off sword, attach it to your back. You went full Geralt, man. Yeah, I need you, you to never go, go yeah. full Geralt. Yeah, <laughs> and and if you if you can if you can just leave that on while we fuck, that would be amazing. Wow, just got to make sure to put on your gravelly voice too yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're doing you're doing it. Although, okay, I hate this. I was I, just saying The Witcher Three is a I good think, story. That's honestly, it. Derek. If it does go that way, I think the the benefit is that the sex will be over in thirty seconds and it'll be completely okay. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> And then as soon as, as soon as you're done, you're gonna roll over and be like, "Do you want to play some Gwent?" <laughs> Game of Gwent, stranger. To which her response should be, "No, no. thank you for asking. <laughs> I would like to move on to the next quest." <laughs> anyway, on, 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 on that note, guys, we wow. are, we are out of time. Oh my god, guys and gals. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, so. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Luana says you did her a disservice, Derek. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Your first time listening too. I'm I, I'm awful. And actually, Luana, you stuck it out through the whole show. You so did, I, and we loved rats. having you. We really did. We did. Yeah, I, we, we hope really we did. did not disappoint you because yeah. I really don't want to have to murder Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and She's just like kill him. And, and you brought in the mist, which nobody even knew could be finished. So good on you. Right. Yeah. Good on you. Uh, yeah, anyway, guys, uh, thank you all for tuning in and, uh, and for partaking in our discussion on video games and, and, and many other things as well. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, so once again, go check out, we have lots of other shows, guys, not just the ones we do here on NerdBot. Head over to jackofallnerdshow.com. We have, we have Cineblokes, which, uh, is just two Brits reviewing. Yeah, there's another movies. Brit that does that with him. There is, yeah. With Kalen. Kalen only shows up when the other Brit's not available to yeah, review the film. Yeah. And honestly, uh, somebody needs to rein Kalen in and, uh, keep him a little more focused. So. He's, he's a little wacky. Yeah, he is. So, Especially when he tries to bring in friends yeah. like Sharky and stuff. But, so. I mean, he is also doing a brief history of the past. Yep. Check that um, out on our website. I thought you were well. going to say doing Veronica. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's also. <laughs> you're giving Kalen way too much credit. He's First of all, <laughs> but there was a, there was a very strong gentleman downstairs that if he wasn't getting money, there wasn't going to be any plan. <laughs> they were going to play Gwent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I got a penny. Uh, well, XL says murder Derek. Uh, hashtag murder Derek. How dare you, but sir? Luana says I had a great time. So. Oh, good. All right. Good. See, there you go. Now you don't have to. Anyway, unless XL is. Unless he's a patron, and then that's what yeah. he wants to happen but for I'm, our... I'm getting completely sidetracked. Anyway, also, <laughs> we, have, uh, we have our non-nerd-related show. does like current events, news, politics, that kind of thing. Moon's over my podcast mm-hmm. once a month. You can find that there. Uh, yeah, you can find A Brief History of the Past yeah. there as well. Also, patrons, uh, if you are a patron, uh, it, we, we've been doing the monthly commentaries. I wanted to give you guys an update because we actually recorded... Yeah, a commentary for you right. last month, and it we was did. it was Three Musketeers, and it was good. It was good. It was a lot of fun to record, and then the files were corrupted. So sorry, <laughs> awkward. Uh, but we we're not going to re-record that, unfortunately, they because they don't give enough of a shit. We don't. Uh, <laughs> Let's just be real here. But also, like, it's just it's one of those weird things. Like we've had to we've done shows before where we've had to like restart the show. Yeah, and it's on, it's on never and like that. And it's, it's just not weird. It's not it's the same. So weird. Like, yeah, you find yourself trying to recapture the magic. But <laughs> you you try to do can't. the same. Yeah. Off the cuff jokes. Yeah. yeah, it's very difficult. It's kind of like the second marriage of the same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. So uh, we we've uh, Danny had suggested we do, and I actually like this suggestion. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Woo! 
Ooh, fuck me. Quit it. So that'll be, that will be our, our current for this month. So we All apologize. Right. Also, uh, we're going to start doing, uh, certain YouTube content as like early. Like you get it early. So, uh, brief history of the past will become, uh, you guys will get that a week earlier than it's released to the public oh, hey. for patrons. So if you're interested, head on over to patreon.com forward slash jack of all nerds for as little as a dollar a month. Pledge your support. You too can let idiots like Kaylin do Veronica. <laughs> do Veronica. Yes. Someday. And teach you about the British monarchy. Hey! It's both stupid and informative all at the same. It's weird. <laughs> it's like the best of both worlds. It is. So anyway, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Andrew, thank you for spending time with us. Yeah, thank you. Um, aside from just your, your tweeter, uh, where can uh, people find out more about the things that you do and what sure. you do? Sure. So uh, two places I'll send you, uh, youtube.com forward slash ubercrit HD. If uh, you found my opinions either funny or informative, I post reviews there a lot of upcoming indie games or not. Uh, right now I'm working on a review of the new Planet of the Apes game that came out. Um, on top of that, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's instagram.com forward slash, uh, the loser parade. That is my band's page and, uh, come, come enjoy us, play some mediocre music and, uh, it's the best. So it's not just a clever Well, title. I mean, it's not really the best. I've tried getting Derek to go to a few of my shows now, but rather than saying no, he just ignores me. That, so. that is true. You gotta, you that gotta is, work out an true. exchange. You gotta do a one comedy show for one, for one, for one, one band show. Okay. That is Derek. Yeah. It's probably one comedy show. No, two com, three, four comedy shows for one band show. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, is that the exchange rate? I think that's the exchange I'm not sure what comedy shows are going for this now. Is some boo shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Andrew, if it makes you better, if it makes you feel any better. I don't even want to go to my own comedy shows most of the time. That's so, fair. Uh, okay, don't... so uh, no, I get it. So what we need to do is we need to just uh, do a gig together. Oh, there we go. So we both get money. Wait, so an awful comedy music show? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. All right, and uh, the last thing I'll say to you, get gentlemen, first of all, thank you uh, for having me on your show. It's been a blast. And secondly, um, Skyrim sucks. <laughs> You're just going to walk away before we're done? That's rude. That is so rude. Oh, so he did. And now he's breaking everything with it. Anyway, guys, this has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later. Much. Where, where the fuck did he go? I don't know. Where's <laughs> my money, Ken? <laughs> Just... <laughs>